Hey, Russell fans. You're listening to the Wednesday Night War Podcast, episode 27, Loomis the Creep. What's up, Warheads? Welcome to episode... You and I just talked about this, Brett and I are at 27? No. Very good. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. In one way, I'm right. I think it's 41 overall. But yeah, 27, Wednesday Night War podcast. I'm DJ. I am sitting in front of a computer talking to Brett, who is sitting in front of a computer. Brett, how are you? That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. You're not here in front of your TV through whatever sort of contraption you've uh, created to do this. Through podcasting, through the Microsoft Xbox, my uh, friend. Microsoft it has, to the rescue. It has Skype, and it's better than my computer. That uh, I just got a warning the other day. I think from HP, they're like, "Hey, uh, this isn't supported anymore." So, <laughs> hey, your computer like, is fucking old, <laughs> it, dude. It's so old. Oh, it's yeah. such a piece of junk. Yeah. I, I kind of want to get a new one, but uh, there's also wrestling figures to buy, bought, and. Well. I mean, and that takes priority in my life. All right. Well, that's good. Who that's needs a, a computer? I don't give a shit if you have a computer or not. As long as we can do the podcast, I don't fucking care. See? Very good. Yep. Proud of you. Yeah. What's going on, pal? Not much, man. I mean, I mean, literally nothing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Uh, is this a month now that we've been doing these from, from remote it? locations? Has it been? This is our fourth, this is our fourth episode where wow. we're... We're uh, separated. Sorry. So I haven't seen your beautiful face in a month. Yeah. Oh, well, other than through video. Yeah. That's well, the last wow. the last time we saw each other was uh, over well, a month no, ago. Yeah. Well, I mean that's not true. I broke protocol and brought Ruby the dog by to see it. <laughs> oh, so, that was the best day ever. Uh, don't tell anybody I did that. That's against the law now or something. But keep, keep it, keep it cafe, brother. I was wearing a mask. We're good. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been well, a bit, man. It's weird for sure, but, you know. Yeah, dude, it's 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 odd. It yeah. really is. Yeah. But just got to keep uh, keep getting through it. How was, uh, how was your Easter, dude? <laughs> uh, good, man. You know, we... Uh, we didn't do much. Uh, Easter's not not one of the registered holidays for me. It doesn't make a ton of sense, I guess. Same. Um, but yeah, I mean, usually no, under normal circumstances, we do family dinner and stuff. Um, sure, that just didn't also happen. same. Yeah, so that didn't happen. So you know, it was still an alright day. We uh, snuck out and egged my niece's house uh not wow. egged as in through eggs but as in high that would have been, been kind of sick yeah <laughs> happy easter clean that shit up <laughs> must have pissed off the easter bunny um <laughs> but uh so that was good you know doing what we can but good. otherwise it's just it's it is what it is man i don't know yeah i hear you i uh i just had steak on easter because i was like you know what I'm not eating ham. I'm not yeah. a big ham guy. There you go. I'm not a ham guy either. So uh, I uh, was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a nice, big, juicy steak. So that's what go. I did. There you go. Treat yourself, baby. That's true. But, 
yeah, man, you know, it's, uh, you know, p- pull the curtain. We're both still working. So, yeah, you know, yes, we are. So that's we we line up in that sort of lucky, uh, very fortunate group of people who can still uh, work. Very thankful. Yeah. Very uh, thankful. You know, so uh, the, I see all these people with all this extra free time that I don't have because my schedule's pretty yeah. much the same. Uh, give or take like an hour for travel. Like my travel to work is now just stepped downstairs into the same room I'm recording right now. <laughs> uh, that is full of comic books and Star Wars Legos and whatnot, but uh, and Street Sharks action figures. But that's uh, sick. Um, but uh, and wrestling masks. But well, wrestling. I guess I got two of them. I can pluralize that. But yeah. uh, yeah, man. So you know, uh, I feel very fortunate, but also I'm like, oh, imagine all the. All the stupid, terrible wrestling I could be watching if I had all this free time, as opposed to the stupid, terrible wrestling I watch uh, with my normal time. Yeah, it's a scary thought, isn't it? It is. It is. It's but... it's it's kind of scary. See though, yeah. like like I don't want. I'm not. I haven't been watching stupid wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching Papa Shango. Oh, so God, yeah, that's not that... stupid at all. No, that's uh that that I was on a big Papa Shango kick today. Is there is there a good compilation, like an easily sought out Papa Shango compilation, or do I have uh, to or do I have to go track him down, like search him on the network and deal with that janky fucking interface? Uh, I mean, honestly, if you just YouTube Papa Shango, you'll get the essentials. I guess that's true, right? You'll get the stuff with the warrior and the yeah. jobbers, and there's right. there's not really much else to Papa yeah. Shango, you know. I get well. He feuded with other people, didn't he? I mean, the big one was Warrior, but then he. Yeah, I don't really know. I like I, I, I searched like Papa Shango Undertaker, and surprisingly, like they didn't feud. Well, because that's just. Well, I mean, what's the uh, point? Dark, dark evilness versus dark evilness does not put asses in seats. You know what I mean? But at that point, Taker was good evilness. Ah. Turned well, at that point, that's true. so he was. And that was like when he opened up his opened yeah. up his jacket, and it was the American flag. Ah. Didn't, that's weird. Didn't Shango have a feud with Hogan? <laughs> Did he work Hogan? Uh, no, right? no, no. What you're what you're thinking of is WrestleMania eight when it was Hogan versus Sid Justice, and Papa Shango ran out and they were beating up Hogan, and then that's when Ultimate Warrior returned, oh, and right. everybody thought Ultimate Warrior was dead because his hair was short and yeah. brown. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, that, that was Renegade. I got gotcha. you. That wasn't the Warrior. Oh um, God. Oh, uh. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> Listen, that's, gonna... that's the only conspiracy <laughs> theory I'm getting behind. I wonder if when they're going to make a renegade action figure. Oh. If they, if dude, if there's one out there, I'm buying it. Of course you would. I, I mean, who would have made it? I think, dude, I think... like, I don't buy like serious like action figures. I buy all goofy stuff. Once they, if they make a renegade, then somebody's got to make the heavy metal warrior action figure. Oh God, uh, I don't think there's a renegade action figure. It's all no. custom. Son of a bitch. Right. Well, I'm ruined for the night. Yeah. Well, you know what we should do right now? What should we do? Call it a night. All right. Thanks everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Pro wrestling. No, let's, uh... let's go. Oh. <laughs> Let's let's talk about some happenings in the world of pro wrestling. Oh, was there news? Hmm. Eh, it's a little, little quiet on that front, but okay. uh, let's let's chat about it. Uh, uh, all right. First, first of all, we'll we'll start it on a bad note. Uh, Howard Finkel passed away today. Rest in peace, Howard Finkel. 
Uh, Love the fake. Listen, the, I mean, everybody said it. Everybody has the opinion of him. We're no different. He's the voice of a, of a wrestling fan's generation. Absolutely. Uh, he's the voice I hear uh, when when I think of re-announcing as a whole. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think Fink was the best, and that, that even covers uh, those buffer assholes. Uh, what about Gary Michael Capetta? Uh, Capetta, I know, but I, he doesn't register in my brain. Um, what about David Penzer? No, I don't. I couldn't tell you what Penzer <laughs> sounds like. Uh, I'll send you some clips of Gallows doing their doing their voices. Yeah, because that's all I listen to is Gallows. I don't even listen to their normal voices. Was, I just yeah, <laughs> picture was, Gallows doing it. That was my memorial for for the Fink was listening to Gallows <laughs> tell Fink stories in Fink voice, which then led me down to Gallows telling <laughs> Steve Austin stories in the Stone Cold <laughs> voice. So oh, it's great, <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I mean, the Fink is great. That the voice, it partially is because he has such an iconic voice, such a not odd but just recognizable, uh, just tone to his voice. It was, it's just perfect for what he was doing. Um, and obviously, Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah. Oh. So, you know, he's I he's did, the best. Yeah. I didn't know he was the first uh, employee of WWF. Yeah, I, I don't. What does that mean? I don't understand. I guess he was like. I don't know, was non... he, like, the first one, like, yeah, like, yeah. the first non-wrestler hmm. okay. or what? I don't know, but... Interesting. I thought that, that was that was pretty interesting when I saw that, but, yeah, yeah love, love the Fink. Definitely Absolutely. bummed about that. Yeah, and he, was, he wasn't doing so great in the last couple of years, and no. so, you know, uh, at least he's he's at peace. But the, the man was a legend, and uh, I saw a bunch of videos, if, if you're not familiar, if you're a younger individual... Uh, and you don't have the memories of that sort of, of the Fink era, um, then uh, go back and, and watch. He's entertaining as all hell. Uh, I, I did see a compilation of like all of his new champion calls. Uh, oh, they're great. So go go look that stuff up. The guy was really good. Uh, you know, wrestling isn't just about the performers, or at least it wasn't just about the performers. And uh, so he was a he was an important guy uh, for a long time. Yeah, he absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about what happened yesterday. Okay. Uh, and I don't mean the, the shows well, that we normally cover. Yeah, okay. Well, I want to do something because I, I know where we're going, and I want to I back it up further than that first because I think I think the, there's a lead into this that okay. will then need to be expressed at the end of it also and explained. Um, so uh, the Governor DeSantis, Governor of Florida – uh, made an announcement and deemed the WWE as an essential business. Uh, held a press conference, was asked about it, and somebody said, and he's, his reply was that uh, people are sick of watching rerun TV from from the year 2000. Uh, entertainment's an important thing. Uh, which I agree, enter- entertainment is a very important thing. Uh, it's a shame that everybody or most people in the country don't have uh, one or two or three or seven different streaming services that put out new content or content from the last few years that you haven't seen that uh, the WWE is not, it has to run uh, because what else are people going to watch? Um, the So WWE is allowed to run live again. Uh, that was announced Tuesday, right? Uh, no, I think it was like Sunday. Okay. And then, so they're essential business uh, running in Florida. Uh, basically, and I mean, I'm sorry, Vince, if you're listening to this, but, uh, Vince McMahon, I, I know Vince listens, uh, Vince McMahon bribed Florida, 
<laughs> essentially. I mean, they can deny it all they want, but that's what happened. Money exchanged hands in the back alley political way that money changes hands. So it's not technically bribery, but it's technically bribery. Uh, and the WWE gets to run live shows. Yeah. Uh, which is, is going to be interesting again because a lot of the roster will refuse or say Roman Reigns will not come back. Um, and so when they've been filling the the shows, which I haven't been watching, but they've been filling their shows with a lot of NXT talent, whoever's available, uh, which is interesting because of what happened yesterday. Br- yes. Brett, what happened? Brett, what happened yesterday? So yesterday there was a uh, there was an announcement that Vince was doing a conference call. I think around noon. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knew what was coming, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Announced that there were going to be a lot of cutbacks, uh-huh. um, furloughs. Um, you know, if that's just—I mean, unfortunately, it is a situation in the world right now. Yes. Uh, you know, that's normal. Everyday people are going through it, and it stinks. Um, of course, but uh, about—I don't know—maybe ten, fifteen, maybe twenty minutes after that wrapped up, it was like a brief five-minute call from what I was from what I read. Uh, that's when, that's when shit hit the proverbial fan. Yeah. And, uh, we, it felt like every two minutes a new name was coming out, uh, being released. And, it almost uh, as if they, they were announced as they were answering their own phone calls. <laughs> yeah. Well, from what I was told, some of them didn't even get phone calls. It was done through text message. Oh God. Of course it was. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm not going to run down the whole list. Yeah. The ones that I remember, um, uh, Kurt Hawkins, Zach oh, Ryder. I, I, I have the list. Do you want me to read the list? Oh, I mean, if you've got the list of Dujico, go I, ahead. I do. It's true. Uh, so main roster is uh, Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Eric Young, EC3, who I didn't know was on the main roster, uh, Leo Rush, Eric Rowan, Sarah Logan, referee Mike Chioda. Uh, Eric Rowan is twice on this list that I'm looking at. Way to go, WrestlingNews.co. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Primo, Epico, who knew they were still at the company? Uh, I, I had no idea. No idea. The, the Canelises, Zack Ryder, No Way Jose, and Rusev. From NXT Performance Center, Deanna Perrazzo, Alex Sandar, Jaxic, MJ Jenkins, uh, Ace Steele, who was a coach, Kendo Kashin, who was a coach, and Serena Deeb, who was a coach, and then producers slash general employees. Uh, I think most of these are furloughed, Yeah. so they'll be back eventually. Uh, but Kurt Angle, Aiden English, Lance Storm, Shane Helms, Sarah Stock, Scott Armstrong, Billy Kidman, David Fit Finley, Pat Buck, Sean Devari, Mike Rotunda, let go on tax day. Uh, Son <laughs> and, of a bitch. Andrea Listenberger, who was a writer, she was responsible for writing the uh, Otis Mandy stuff, which, uh, while I don't watch the main roster stuff, I've been keeping track of that because Otis is great. That's my kind of <laughs> professional wrestler. Uh, and uh, Jerry Soto, who was a Spanish language announcer. That's a list boy, of people. Oh boy. That's a lot of people. A lot of uh, a lot of talk, a lot of condolences, a lot of reactions. 
uh, all over the internet from everybody, uh, from Tommy Dreamer, you know, to, uh, I don't know, whoever else is out, to Mia Yim, to Seth Rollins. I feel like um, everybody. Everybody <laughs> reacting. Uh, more on Seth Rollins later. Uh, <laughs> so, pal, what do you think? How are you feeling? What's your, uh, what's your reaction? Talk it up. Um, I... I hate to see anybody lose a job. Of course. Uh, that's for sure. Um, I, I, it sucks, you know. Mm-hmm. And did anybody on this list surprise me? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, the one I, that actually did surprise me, and I think I told you yesterday, was Mike Kyoto. Yeah. He's been with the company for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, and that that one caught me off guard a little bit. A little bit. I'm like, oh wow, really? Like Mike Kyoto, he's gone. Yeah. Um, now, now, like for the people that got released, like uh, the big ones that stick out for me are obviously Hawkins and Ryder. Yeah. Because um, this was Hawkins' second stint with the company. Mm-hmm. Ryder's been there for like 15 years. Yeah. Um, and then Gallows and Anderson. Mm-hmm. That that one also stinks. They were just they involved just, in the, they just main event in the boneyard match. <laughs> yeah, like they were just the, you know, depending on who you ask, but in my opinion, were involved in the best yeah, match at WrestleMania oh, this year. I I agree. Um, Rusev, that one, that's a that's probably the biggest name I'd say, but not shocking like, because he's been unhappy for a long time. So they just yeah. You know, so, so the whole thing with a lot of a lot of the big situation with like a lot of the the on screen talent is either a they they honestly weren't being used like I did not know Primo and Epico were still with the com- with the company yeah, I had no, no idea. idea yeah uh, there there was another one you mentioned I forget who it was where I was just like what like I didn't even know they were still there yeah um or it's people that I mean they've been there a long time and they're probably making a lot of money yeah um or they just re upped. Like Gallows and Anderson, because WWE went into panic mode yeah. when AEW was around and started signing all these guys and upping their salaries and mm-hmm. more years, more money, you know, and more time off for these guys. <laughs> like, it, it's just, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I definitely am, like, bummed. I, I don't want to see, like I said, I don't want to see anybody lose their job. Mm-hmm. It stinks, you know, it absolutely sucks. Um but like I wasn't necessarily caught off guard by any 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 names or anything. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple that sort of shocked me. Uh, I mean, not really, and I'll expand on that. But like Kurt Angle's a big one because that's Kurt Angle. Uh, you know, Lance Storm. He just signed. Like he just closed his wrestling school and went there. Uh, I'm not shocked by any of it because. One, uh, for and there's good talent on this list. I mean, Leo Rush was just cruiserweight champion, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, but it's a lot of guys they weren't using or were using wrong. You know, it's, there's, a, there's talent on this list for sure. Um, and people will land on their feet elsewhere. Maybe not all of them. I don't I, know. But no. a lot of people will. But... I'm not shocked because, uh, I mean, Vince McMahon's a scumbag, right? Uh, yeah. Everybody knows that. I, you know, to wa- I think to watch professional wrestling to any extent in 2020, you have to sort of remove Vince from the fact that he is, 
is Vince. You know, everybody jokes about Vince and all the shit that he does, and he's a horrible human being, and it's true. He's not a good human being. Uh, a lot of people like him. That's great. You know, scumbags have to be charming or nobody will go anywhere near them. But, so, I'm not shocked that this happened. Uh, if you, you read up any of the sort of takes on this, the, the WWE had all this money to, you know, to, to, to prepare for this kind of thing. They're actually going to break a profit record this year. Uh, yeah. all, all this kind of stuff. So it wasn't necessary. Um, it is happening all over. Uh, you know, whatever you might think and opinions vary and people defending WWE and not defending WWE. Um, and maybe stuff is coming, but you haven't heard this from TNA or ring of honor or AEW yet. Uh, maybe it's coming. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, but as far as WWE goes, they're the biggest, they're the best suited to handle this kind of thing. They have the most money to play with. They have the most money to sort of, they have this built into their business model. Um, so the money they announced they saved didn't nearly match the money they had built in, but whatever. I don't know all those details. I'm not a money guy. Um, but he let a lot of good talent go, uh, and it, but he wasn't using any of them, the, the, at least not the right way. You know, uh, you don't get two guys bigger, more over with fans than Hawkins and Ryder. Yeah, you know, I mean, everybody loves them, especially, yeah. you know, and a lot of people were giving credit to Ryder, like, hey, he's the one who broke the mold with using the social media to, yeah. to get over, get his character over and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, videos started circulating yesterday. Of course, like, the flashbacks of, like, The Rock at Madison Square Garden, mm -hmm. like, years ago, and people are chanting, we want Ryder. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, the dude was, he got, he got himself over, you know, yeah. uh, him and Hawkins, you and I, we talk about like, you know, we, we are both in action figures and stuff mm -hmm. there. They do the, the major wrestling figure podcast and that is wildly successful. Yeah. It's huge. Um, you, you know, they're, they're doing great there, it's not, but it's not as big as this show, but it's, it's still pretty big. <laughs> what is, yeah. um, uh, but you know, those guys are, are they have huge favor among fans. I, I do agree with yeah. you on that. Uh, uh, another one, like Rusev, I think it was two years ago. Like they said, he was like, I think in the top three of merch sellers in the company, like, yeah. but they, it was another guy. Like he got himself over and uh, the company is just like, nah, we didn't get you over. So who cares? Yeah, They hate like, that. Rusev they, day was huge. Yeah, like that was a get huge thing. Over. They want to get you over so they can take the credit. And again, Rusev, Rusev's been unhappy, and his yeah, he's, what, he's his been last out for a program while. on TV was having his wife marry, get married to Bobby Lashley or whatever. And yeah, nonsense. And now he's dumped her or something. I don't know, whatever. Um, and like Gallows and Anderson, another uh, tag team that are probably, I mean, you don't get much bigger in the world of wrestling internationally than those guys were when they came to the WWE. And they just oh, they're huge. They were never really used right. Um, no, which is a shame. And again, those guys will be fine. You know, it's it's definitely a weird thing, uh, and it sucks for all those people. Uh, and I, I feel bad. Hopefully, they all, you know, and do do well for themselves. Uh, I'm sure, you know, there'll be opportunities for all of them. Um, doesn't make it suck any less. Uh, WWE, in my opinion, certainly does not look good. I think this makes nope. them look garbage you you just days before sort of argue that you're an essential business and then get that distinction so you can start running live shows and your your historic tv deals aren't in jeopardy because you can run live shows again 
uh, and all that. And I know you don't have ticket sales, but they still have enough money from Fox alone to keep that company afloat, <laughs> more than afloat. Um, and uh, so they just they look like they look like dirtbags. So. Yeah, I mean, you you have a guy like No Way Jose, like he was just on Raw on Monday night, which was live. Yeah, and he, like he was flown into Florida, mm-hmm. and then. He, Two days later, you let him go. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Drake, like the guy. The guy showed up. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that Drake Maverick video. Was yeah, tough, Drake dude. Maverick is a he's he put out a video and it's heartbreaking. But he's like, WWE's kind enough to let me compete in the cruiserweight match yeah. that they already have him scheduled for. That's not them being kind. That's him helping them yeah. out of a bind. That's the that's them not having to address why they have to replace him in a tournament they just announced last week. You know, like, yeah. And he said, like, this is his tryout. He's going to be using these to get opportunities, and I'm sure he will. But, like, that's not, you know, he framed it as they were kind enough. No, don't, do not give that company the credit, man. You know, uh, maybe to them it's that way, but, like, seriously, it's just a way for them to avoid, like, oh, you know, let's just plug something in and let's take him out, and hopefully nobody notices. Everybody's going to notice. Um, yeah. so good for him. I hope he has killer matches. We'll see you in the coming weeks. Um, but where, you know, uh, where do you think some of these, some of these names are going to land? I mean, there's some obvious spots, man. Uh, you know, the hey, Carl Anderson put out a video about Japan today. So I think they're going to go back yeah. there. Yep. Them, they'll make a ton of money. I'm sure they'll show up in AEW. Um, yeah, uh, they'd be dumb not to, I don't know if there'll be a full-time thing, but have them show up, uh, same thing, you know, with, with Hawkins and Ryder. I know Ryder's close with Cody. Um, but yeah, Cody, yeah, Cody put up yeah. those big long posts about how much he respects them. And yeah. you know, that like, I was just like, okay, like that was a no brainer. And you know what? Like you bring those guys in that they carry a lot of favor with the fans like Ryder yeah. and Hawkins, you know For what sure. I mean? Like, a lot of people like them and they want to root for them and support them. And like, you know, and Hey, they're good workers. I think it'd be great to bring those guys in. Yeah. There's some that I don't know. You know, there's some that, that I just, I don't know their appeal. I don't know their appeal in the WWE. Um, you know, Eric young, as much as I like him and I, and I liked sanity, uh, you know, his age is a factor. Um, his visibility is so low. Uh, I don't know that if Impact is sort of in the market for a guy like that again. Listen, um, Impact just had a, a match last night with some with Johnny Swinger yeah. and some 71-year-old 70 man. Yeah, Mike Jackson. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, yeah. AJ ain't nothing but right. a number to that. That's true. They do have Johnny Swinger on their roster. Uh, Johnny Singer, Singer. Never heard of him. Um <laughs> Uh, EC3, he's a guy who I don't get the appeal for or of, but, you know, maybe back to Impact. Yep. Leo, Leo Rush is one that's interesting to me, because that dude is very good. Um, yes. But, but I don't know that he necessarily fits uh, AEW. Oh, see, I think he fits right in. You think so? That The style that they wrestle, absolutely. He fits yeah, I, He fits right in. Right, I'm that, not saying I'm not saying he's gonna win the world title. Yeah, but like I can see him winning like the TNT belt or something. Yeah. You know, like or or joining up with somebody like once everybody's you know back in the okay. swing of things. Him, I could definitely see. Um, I could even see him like you know going to 
New Japan for uh, yeah. like the juniors, you know. Yeah, that's like, what I was gonna say. Junior tournaments all the way. I think this guy could could really show off in that sort of thing. Um, and you know, like be, dude, him him and Hiromu Takahashi, yeah, like exactly. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, and that's sort of why like AEW doesn't seem like such a fit to me because while they have guys that size, a lot of those guys aren't wrestling that sort of super junior style there right now. You know, and I think Leo Rush can really go back and sort of bring that, you know, contribute to bringing back a sort of junior's prominence. Uh, and I think Japan is probably the better place. For see, him. like, I could see Leo Rush and Pac. Like, that yeah. that I could see. Like, I think they would they would tear they, it up. They definitely you know? would. He'd have good matches with anybody. Uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, he, it does, him landing in AEW doesn't really resonate with me. Uh, I think Eric Rowan is, is lost forever. Yeah, I think he's he's kind of done. You know, um, Primo and Epico Plus, obviously you know, he's, back in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and you know, I I could even see them like going to Japan, spice up the tag division in New Japan a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. go over there. Even if you don't go to New Japan, go to All Japan or something. You know, mm-hmm. and and like we said yesterday with with the big name that popped for us with Rusev going to mm-hmm. Japan. Like, give me that now. Yeah, like, <laughs> for sure. And like, I want it. <laughs> You know, Rusev in Ring of Honor would give Ring of Honor a boost. Yeah. Um, that would be an interesting spot for some of these people. I see. I can see Leo in Ring of Honor. I know Joey Janela yeah. was reaching out to him already. So. Oh well, yeah, they're they were they had a big feud in CCW. Yeah, and you know it'll be a. It's good for the indies, you know. Um, you know, the, so the the wrestlers have a ninety day no, no compete. The NXT, yeah, NXT I, has I 30 days. Yeah, if you're fired, if you're let go, yeah, that shit should be erased. But what's anybody gonna do? Like, you, you, you know what? You know what that we, uh, you know, we didn't, who we didn't mention. Uh, Friday they finally got the release was the revival. Oh yeah, that was before all this. They were, probably, yeah, I guess was, they probably would have been on the list otherwise, right? I'm, I'm sure they would have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Friday they got released and immediately it was just like, well, they're going to AEW. Yeah, of like, course that's, they are. That's a no brainer. Yeah. Um. You know, but like, uh, and I read it, and I don't know how true it is, obviously, but like, you know, a lot of these people were offered like payouts, uh, you know, to yeah. to get rid of their contracts. So it's like, I hope, I hope they got like a nice payday. I think Gals and Anderson probably got a real nice payday because yeah. I mean they just, they just signed those huge deal yeah. exactly. Yep. Like they just resigned. I would imagine they got their downsides at least. I'm I'm sure of it. So, oh man, dude, talking shop on Sunday is going to be wild. Right? So, <laughs> oh man, I, I want to move on, but I, I want to talk about one more thing from this because it's the next biggest thing out of this whole thing. Again, uh, the indies will, these guys will all find places, permanent or temporary. Everybody will have, you know, some sort of recognition, and hopefully they're all okay. Again, I think it's absolutely it's a, it's a very big, talented group of people. It sucks that yes. it happened. Um, I'm sure some of those, some of them will find their way back to WWE eventually. I mean, you know, Heath Slater will leave, uh, get super huge, come back in five years and be uh, WWE champ. Uh, I hope so. So <laughs> fulfill but, the prophecy. <laughs> yes. The one thing, last thing I want to talk about in all of this, uh, is Seth Rollins. Oh boy. <laughs> Seth Rollins made waves again because somebody unlocked his phone or allowed him to re-download Twitter on his fucking tablet. <laughs> um, and he put out a video, 
and was basically, you know, the negativity towards the WWE isn't right, and it's a sad day for everybody, and, you know, don't don't hate the company, blah, blah, blah. And we all know Seth is a company guy. This is yeah. his, this is usually his response to everything. He sides with the company. They, you know, they put a belt on him, even though he's one of the most boring wrestlers in the world, uh, in my opinion. I, I'm not a fan of the guy, so that helps me talk about him. But, uh, you know, I, what he said wasn't necessarily bad, right? You know, I'm sure it's not easy for anybody in the WWE to make the phone calls. Vince wasn't making those fucking phone calls. You know what I mean? No. Like, it was, so, talent relations. It was, it was all Mark Carano, yeah. Yeah. So like that, it's not easy on anybody, you know. Even if even if your relationship is bad with an employee, it's it's not an easy thing to do, right? Um, so in a way, Seth is right. Like it's hard for everybody, you know. Uh, but don't say that publicly. You dolt. Like that dude sucks. Um, like the the correct response is, you know, this is a sad day. I wish everyone well. That's it. You don't, have, you don't like, have to say anything it. more. That's all you have to say. You don't have to elaborate. Like, you're so full of yourself, you think you need to give a 20-minute speech about how the company is is sad, too, and shit. And it's like, dude, like, just, I, I'm real sorry. This sucks for everybody. We're a wrestling family. I hope everybody does okay. And that's yeah, the end of it. That's it. Leave it there. Or even, like, like, like a lot of people, like... Someone would tweet out just, uh, like, a broken heart emoji. That's yeah. it. That's it. Like That's all you have to say. The negativity towards the company and this and that is wrong, and the fans need to this and that. Oh, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. like and, let, and let, let pe- the people... Like, yeah. Let the people who got fired, who lost their jobs, lost their livelihoods, in the world of wrestling, none of them are guaranteed a job anywhere. Some of them already do, but, like, it's wrestling. You're not guaranteed to get picked up. You're not guaranteed that you don't have to now go busting your ass on the weekends to try and make a living. Like, you know, like, uh, so just leave it. Like, let the people who lost their jobs mourn. Let their families be worried about them. And don't try and be like, well, I know it's sad, but the company is, I mean, the company had to do it. The companies are, are they're in the right here. Um, so he just, again, he's just, he's just an idiot. Uh, I think that's really what everybody needs to take out of it. He wasn't being mean or vindictive on purpose. The dude is just fucking dumb. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I f- yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, nobody has lost, like, favor with the fans quicker than him over the past like year and a half or year or so you know he had that whole thing with osprey where osprey is a known idiot on twitter and osprey made him look like a dumbass yeah uh and then like this yesterday i literally nobody that put out a tweet that i saw like like from wwe said anything about defending the company yeah nobody it was the about the wrestlers and the producers like yeah yeah like you literally don't like, need what are you to, doing like, you, just literally just stop just say i'm sorry and that's it let it go you why jump to the defense of billionaire's company you're jumping to the defense of a billionaire in a billionaire's company like just stop stop and you're fine you stop and people are like hey seth rollins actually didn't look like an asshole here but instead everyone's like oh my god seth rollins what an insensitive piece of shit who sides with billionaires when 20 people just lost their jobs for basically no reason like just yeah and then and then like you know 
like there were certain accounts that you know I follow that were saying like Seth's an idiot for this, and I don't know if people were snitch tagging him or he was vanity searching he himself. He was one hundred percent vanity searching. <laughs> but then he went out. He would respond to them, and then he would block them. Yeah, it's just like oh my god, like you thin skinned pussy. Yeah. Like you're 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 a, like he literally lost all the favor he's had. I feel yeah. like he's such an idiot. Like the uh, the dude just doesn't wreck. I I, yeah. I don't know. Like I, listen, I know he came up on the indies and everything. I I and like it's like, dude, you should know better. Like, yeah. like you should know he's, better. Don't 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 have to defend the company. Yeah. So when he was in the indies, I wasn't watching it that much. So I I don't have much of an experience with him. Everything I've seen, he's just he's never gotten over with me. Uh, I don't get it. He's blah. I, I I'm just I'm not interested. Uh. I, I still remember a bunch of years ago where he, when he was dating a neo-Nazi. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so or engaged to a neo-Nazi, whatever the fuck that was, uh, which which curries no favor with me because, nope. you know, uh, I would assume if you're in that sort of relationship and intimate with someone, you understand their values. And uh, I understand that you can be in a relationship with someone that has different political alignments than you, different opinions than you. Uh but not when it comes to that, uh, you know, that's, that should be a, a, unless you're also a neo-Nazi, uh, being a neo-Nazi should be a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. Something tells me he's just a dumbass. He's just like, fucking he's, stupid. He's just that he's dumb. Just dumb. <laughs> uh, but so, you know, he's never been a guy that I've, that I've really followed or enjoyed or liked or gave a shit about really at all. Um, so, I just laugh. I'm just like, man, this guy's an idiot. Uh, but I certainly want to talk about him like everybody else in the world because why not? Uh, yeah, because why not? Because he's just you know, an actual dumbass. The thing, you know, like if you've had family that loses a job and isn't sure, you know, and again, these guys are paid a, a, a fair amount of not a fair amount of money. Hold on. <laughs> They're paid a good amount of money, but not, not yes. fair for what they do. But they're yeah. paid more than the average worker. Um, like not wrestling worker, but you know, laborer in this country. Um, but like, yeah. there's still that worry of what's my next job going to be? Where's my meal going to come from? How do I afford to, to feed my family? Like all that kind of stuff. Those are legitimate problems. They're legitimate concerns when you lose a job and he didn't, allow people to do that he turned whether he wanted to or not turn the narrative over to uh well guys let's let's really see what the company has to say about this though how think about the company's feelings uh it's just the yeah one, it's just the dumbest fucking thing uh so yeah he's uh he's quite the dumbass fuck seth rollins i'm glad i'll be i'll be happy to see where everybody lands and shows up uh a lot of people on that list i want to see continue to have matches uh, Absolutely. Not maybe not Eric Rowan, but uh, <laughs> maybe he has that stupid spider thing. You think WWE let him take the dumb spider thing? Uh, I mean, I, I hope he I hope he copyrighted that yeah. spider. Um, but uh, but yeah, it it sucks. It's a terrible situation, and that's really the number one thing. You know, absolutely. The, I could talk about how Vince sucks and billionaires suck and the company sucks and they don't give a shit about anybody. Not the fans, not their employees. They only care about making money and are putting money into Florida politicians' pockets. 
Uh, but really, the top story is it sucks for the people who lost their jobs. I hope they all do good. I hope they all find a way. And uh, I'm excited to see them when they come back around. I'm sure we'll see some in 90 days. I'm sure we'll see some in 100 days, 200 days. They'll start popping up. Uh, you know, wrestling is uh, wrestling is strong right now. So yeah, the uh, the there'll be opportunities. Fingers crossed for everybody. Let's uh, let's just hope I get the return of Sex Ferguson. That's what wow. I want. It's right, Daddy. <laughs> So, that actually oh we gotta we gotta back this up a bit. Oh boy, we well, got the what, announcement. What are we, what are we doing? We got the announcement a few weeks ago that there was going to be a new Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Oh no! I didn't think I'm about this crushed right, right now. now. But, but Chad, too bad, and Tex Ferguson are gone. Son of a bitch. As is the one half of. Uh, the Butcher Brothers, or whatever the fuck Seth, Sethy and Rusev were called. No, that was Rhino. But Rhino, he's been gone oh, was anyway. it Rhino? Oh, that's right, because Rusev was like Big Bart, or whatever the fuck his name yeah. was. Yeah, oh my god, he's gone too now. Yeah. Ugh, and this Jer- is from Jericho's my night. Jericho's in AEW. Yeah, this is, gonna, this is gonna be a weird Southpaw wrestling where it's just fucking Man. John Cena and Seth Rollins. If I was Cena, I'd be like, I don't even want to do this now. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this without Gallows. Right? God, God bless you, Gallows. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, that stinks. All right. Well, we've been talking about this All for right. a long time. It's going to be another long show, uh, which is fine hey, by me, I'm, brother. Yeah, same. Well, let's, same, let's get to dude. talking. Let's talk about AEW Dark right. from Tuesday night. Uh, yes. When I pulled it up on YouTube, I was like, oh, 20 minutes. All right. In and out. Um, Se- second week in a row. Yeah, and uh, Dark was uh, only a match this week. It was. It was uh, Mr. Sean Spears Mm -hmm. going up against Billy. Just Billy. Just Billy. Yep. Not Rockabilly, not the one. No, not Mr. Ass. No, Mm -hmm. it was was Billy of the Gun Club. Yep. God damn it. It was Billy, uh, it was Billy <laughs> with Austin Gunn of the Gun Club. Of the Gun Club. <laughs> yeah. So they're pulling like, the they're pulling the Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. Uh deal. I guess uh, Billy wrestled has wrestled before for on the shows, so and he was Billy Gunn. I guess maybe they got a phone yeah. call. I'm sure he did cuz you know what? I think when Vin, like Vince probably didn't care that he was over in Japan doing it, but yeah. nah, now you're in the States. All right, buddy. A little different. And he can't, which, he, it's so dumb. He can't use his impact name because they already have a Kip. Um, That's true. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude. So, so this so this uh, was the only match on Dark. It yes. went like 18 minutes. It did. Uh, Sean Spears... Got the win. Couple things we have to address okay. during this match. All right. Number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody started talking about the best asses in wrestling. Yes. I would like your top five of the best asses in wrestling, sir. Oh my god, I don't remember. I don't remember Cody's list. Uh, he only said like two of them. One of them was Dustin Rhodes, which apparently his nickname is Chicken. Okay, yeah, weird. Sure. And he said he did a good ass bump. Uh huh. 
Um, I forget who else it was, but he goes, oh yeah, Billy, you know, one of the best asses in wrestling. Okay. And I was just, that's where it got me thinking, who are the top asses in wrestling? Okay. So when you say this, do you want like, who do I think has the, the nicest ass is the biggest ass or uses their ass the most efficiently? I'm going to let you freestyle. Okay. Dealer's choice. You, you do what you want. Okay. All right. So. We're gonna go. Wow, this is this is tough. Uh, number five, we're going we're going big quiche. We're going Rakish. Oh, absolutely. Okay, deserved deservedly on the list, right? A little low, but uh, but you know, it's, it, he used it. What well, didn't look the best, right? Yeah. Uh, number four, I'm going. Hmm. This is tough. This is tough to put me on the spot here. <laughs> Uh, I, I know I, my... would, I literally I, I don't have anything for it. I just, okay. just like eh, let's ask. I know my shit. number one and my number two, but I gotta I gotta fill this list out if you will. Oh, uh, number four, I'm okay. gonna go uh, Naomi because she does the thump. She does, and it's nice. Oh, uh, the other one you mentioned was uh, was Colt Cabana because of the flying asshole in the corner. Right. Okay. Not not making my list. No. Um, let's see. Number three on my list uh, would be. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mr. Ass at number three because he's an ass okay. man and he, he loves. To yeah, kick. it's just what loves it is. Loves to shove him. He he loves to lick him. I don't know what the fuck the, the lyric is. <laughs> <laughs> Stick him, but we'll go lick him. Why not? <laughs> you can't right now. It's how CDC actually put out guidelines. Oh. But um, <laughs> uh, number two uh, is to no surprise. Uh, Bailey. Hmm. What interesting. Are you, are you saying that should be my number one? I'm. I'm. I'm just saying it's an interesting choice. That's okay. all. Okay. All right. Well, you know, Bailey in jeans. I don't have to tell anybody who listens to any show on the soon to be named network <laughs> uh, <laughs> about Bailey. Uh, and number one, the best ass in all of professional wrestling worldwide. Is Taguchi? Ah, I knew you wouldn't let me down. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't let me down. He's my number this one is right why, from the beginning. This is why you're my guy. <laughs> number one from the beginning. If you if you are not aware of Taguchi, go watch New Japan. Uh, he's the coach. Uh, he led <laughs> arguably uh, one of the best stables uh, in the history of professional wrestling in Taguchi, Japan. Uh, he, uh, once put his ass on the line <laughs> in a wrestling match, uh, <laughs> Suguchi's the best. And, uh, he's, he's not only the best, he's legit one of my top five favorite Japanese wrestlers right now. Uh, he's just the best and he's got the, he's hands down, butts down, the best ass in all of professional <laughs> wrestling. He is the best. He's the best. <laughs> All right, I'm going to rattle mine off real quick here. Okay. Number five, mm-hmm. Yokozuna. Okay. Is the bonsai drop. I thought about it. Yep. Okay. Number four. Uh-huh. Two Cold Scorpio. Okay. Because uh, for two reasons. Number one, there's a clip of him doing that, like, somersault leg drop where he lands with his ass right on some jobber's face in WCW. Sure. And the second reason, because of that one Chikara King of Trios where we were at, where his pants were falling down and his thong was hanging out. All right. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. 
That was so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, Bailey. Okay. Number three. Wow. All right. Bailey and Jeans. Okay. Number two for me was Taguchi. Okay. <laughs> because he is a master of the butt craft. He is. It's true. He certainly is. Mm-hmm. And uh, number one I had is Rikishi. Wow. You put Big Keisha number one. I mean, he definitely, face. he definitely used it better than anybody else. Yeah, come on, the stink face. But it wasn't anything that I uh, particularly liked watching. It wasn't like, oh, here comes his ass. <laughs> but Big Quiche is great. Uh, an underrated yeah. guy. A guy, when Agreed. I watched when I watched that uh, show, the Mania the other day, uh, with when it was the Steiners. Mania 9. Mania 9, Steiners versus uh, the fucking... Um, head shrinkers. Head shrinkers. I was gonna call them the head shrinkers. I'm like, that's not what they were called. Uh, it's a great match, and Keish is a good fucking worker, man. You know, yeah, he, uh, great. The, the Samoan genetics got him later on, and he, you know, kind of broadened out and was still a ton of fun and a really great, entertaining guy. But when he was younger, teaming up with Samu, they were good fucking wrestlers, man. Uh, every, pretty much every member of that family, it's just in their blood. But uh, but Keish, everybody obviously knows him because he had the giant ass and, and all that and the dancing and being with too cool and all that. But man, he was a good wrestler. He really was. Uh, he also gets uh, a little nudge for me as well, because uh, for the build up to the six man, uh, Helena sell at Armageddon the one year, the rock in a promo said, shut your mouth. You thong wearing fatty. And that's <laughs> one of my favorite things ever. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Second thing I want to talk to you about in this match. Wow. Okay. Cody says, oh, man, Billy, you know, he's one of the bigger competitors that we have here. You know, he's almost seven feet tall. Well, so that's not the only thing he said. I don't know if you did you catch how he grew every time Cody mentioned it. Billy Gunn is six, three. Yes. So but at the beginning of the match, Cody said he was six, three and like two seventy. And then the next time he talked about him, he was six six and two ninety. And then the next time he <laughs> talked about him, he was he said he was seven foot and whatever. So throughout the match, I, I actually noted this: uh, Billy Gunn throughout the match would get bigger, and uh, Cody would say he was so much larger. And he is a very <laughs> large human being. I've said this on the show before. Billy Gunn, you know, he is a big dude. Work in the Indies back in the day, he was a pretty easy guy to kind of see, and he was a. He's, a, he's still he's a big dude. He comes from that era of wrestlers where they were big dudes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I did know. Yeah, I, I I laughed when he said that, and then I was just like, man, I was like, how is he going to say that? Like, <laughs> have you ever seen him stand next to AJ Styles? Yeah, that no. Cause, I mean, AJ Styles. They can't. It's hard to get them in a picture. You got to get a, a a very a special lens because AJ's so much taller than Billy. Because AJ <laughs> Styles is the tallest professional wrestler to ever live. He certainly is. That's that's fact. It's fact. That's I, not. I have photographic evidence opinion. to prove it. That's not opinion. That's fact. not opinion. That's fact. <laughs> I'm happy. So <laughs> let's talk about dynamite. Okay. Oh, I thought uh, you, well, you didn't have a third thing to talk about. No, I don't think I did. Did okay. I? Okay. I don't know. Well, I'll just tell you real quick uh, that Billy Gunn has an A plus working punch. And uh, this was Sean Spears' uh, maybe maybe best match, at least best recent match, um, because Billy Gunn worked his ass off to make Sean Spears look good and entertaining. That is true. Billy is great. Billy's awesome. Billy is, again, uh, kind of an underrated guy. You know, he is, uh, speaking of Fink, 
you know, the Fink announcing when Billy Gunn won King of the Ring, uh, saying your, your new King of the Ring, Mr. Ass, uh, is a very weird thing for a human being to have to say. Again, oh, then there was that there was that time where uh, Edge called him Billy Bitch Cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Billy and DX through you know with the the New Age Outlaws, yeah, the Smoking Guns even earlier than that. And then you got Billy and Chuck, which is underrated stuff uh, that you probably couldn't do. You definitely couldn't do on TV anymore. Uh, probably couldn't really do it then either. Uh, the dude just a, he's a talented wrestler. He knows his shit, and uh, he's a he's a good hand to have in a locker room. Although, depending on who you believe, maybe a little problematic also. <laughs> hey, don't forget he's also one tra- one half of uh, Double Trouble Crap on a Stick. He is. He so, certainly is. Super important. <laughs> All right, so let's get into Dynamite from yes, last night. Let's. Uh, so we have Tony and Jericho on commentary again. Thank Christ. Yep. Um, we open up with another Jake Roberts promo. Yep. Amazing, amazing again. Yep, and I, I hope, I hope Jake. this is a weekly thing. <laughs> I, I think it will be. So you know, I don't think they can have Jake there. Um, no. And a little bit on Jake. I don't know if you saw it, but he's moved back in with with Dallas. I saw that. Uh, yeah. And he's fine. He's still clean. Uh, he was just, I guess, uh, you know, sort of in a hotel, uh, going a little stir crazy, having a hard time yeah. quarantining. Uh, and, you know, reached out and was sort of like, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm just, he's stress eating a lot. And he said he put on like 20 pounds from eating fucking candy. We all know his, uh, affection for, for chocolate. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, he sort of just said, you know, I'm fine. I'm clean. It's just a struggle. Uh, and, you know, growing up around people who have uh, addiction and substance abuse problems, you know, when that loneliness and that depression hits, uh, that's a, a really good catalyst to get you to relapse. So sure. uh, he didn't. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page moved him back in. Uh, is quarantining him there so that they're all safe. And, uh, you know, Dallas Page looks after that guy. And uh, Jake's in a good spot. Man, good for him. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, Jake's in a good spot. He's super entertaining on TV. When I turn on AEW and I see his face opening it up, it, it, it couldn't make me happier. I think it's the right thing. Uh, the dude knows how to talk. Uh, I If you have Jake cutting a promo on Archer versus Cody, I don't care if it doesn't happen for months. Just have yeah. Jake talk about it until it happens, and I'm engaged. Um, so I'm glad he's doing good. I'm so happy to see him uh, every every week keep doing it yeah yeah i i agree uh they do a little like quick package on colt where you know like he's just saying he's not afraid and all that jazz Uh, um so we have the tnt championship tournament quarterfinal match lance archer versus colt cabana Mm -hmm. on the way to the ring archer absolutely murders somebody shout out to suzuki goon yep um (laughs) so the match itself archer gets the win in 11 minutes yeah um like aside from the match Jericho again on commentary is fantastic yeah. he does such a good job of building up both guys like you know Archer said he's like I saw this guy in New Japan and you know I recommended he come here and he goes you know what he goes this guy he he's a monster he could be a killer but even when he's talking about Cabana he goes don't he goes don't get it wrong he goes Cabana has a mean streak he goes if he didn't have a mean streak he wouldn't be wrestling this long and yeah He's like, he's a great professional wrestler. And I'm like, dude, Jericho, like, he does yeah. such a good job of this, you know? He, 
he would get his little digs in and still be the yeah. heel and stuff, but then he would treat it like what he's supposed to be treating it as, where he's doing a job on. He's not just there as a one-off, you know, come in, get yourself over, and leave. He's adding to the show. He's there to enhance the show. So while he's still able to, to you know, advance his character and get his shit in, he's also making sure that everybody else looks good, too. So um, I'm not comparing them in any way. But Heenan used to do the same shit. Yeah, it's. I mean, Heenan it's, was the heel announcer, but he would yeah. still put the guys over. Like I saw a clip of like uh, the Steiners from some squash or something, mm-hmm. and like he's talking about how dumb they are. But at the same time, he goes, "I do. I would not want to be in the ring with these guys." You yeah. know, like, and I'm just like, dude, like, uh, that's what it reminds me of. You know, yeah, it's. You know, he's definitely learning from the right places. Jericho's always been a really good talker. You know, Always. He, he's got a, He understands the business. He's got a good mind for it. He's got a great mind for it, really. So, yeah, uh, yeah he's just he's doing a great job, and he he did the whole show again two weeks in a row. Uh, he's just doing crazy great stuff on commentary, and they also announced this is only semi wrestling related, but uh, Joe Bob's last drive in on Shutter comes back. I saw that, and Jericho is co hosting the first episode. I don't know how they're I, doing it. If they're doing yeah. it like call in or what. Um, but he's been on, uh, he's had Joe Bob on his podcast. Jericho is a horror movie fan. Uh, so he is doing that. And, uh, I'm excited. I, I'm, I love Joe Bob. Uh, looking forward to that for a long time. Glad it's coming back. Uh, Darcy, the male girl who Diana Prince, uh, she's on Twitter. She's a big AEW fan. She's been there in the shows, always tweets about it. Hosts, hosts like a tweet party every Wednesday when she watches. Uh, so she was pretty instrumental in putting that all together. Um, so uh, that that's pretty cool. And I told uh, occasional guest of the show, my wife Michelle, I said, Joe Bob, I said, good news, bad news. I said, good news, Joe Bob's <laughs> back this weekend. And I said, bad news, uh, wrestling has infiltrated yet another thing you love. <laughs> uh, and she was like, uh, God damn it. And I was like, uh, but good news, it's Chris Jericho. And she's like, okay, well, as long as it's Chris Jericho. Because even she, who hates professional wrestling, thinks Chris Jericho's hilarious. So yes. and he did it again. He did a great job. Uh, yeah. What is what is that next Friday on Shutter? Uh, is it this week or next week? I, I think don't remember. No, I think it's next. I think it's next Friday on Shutter. It is. It is the twenty fourth. Does yeah. that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun so to watch. They don't announce the movies. If you're into horror movies, it's a ton of fun. If you remember old Monster Vision, uh, sign up for Shutter. They're giving you a thirty day trial for free. I think still. Uh, yeah, not, I think if so. Not, if it's like if you sign up for a year, it's like five bucks a month. They have great stuff on there. It only gets better. Um, yeah. And Joe Bob does uh, has done some specials where they're all night things. Uh, and this the, the the seasons of the show are they'll do two movies every Friday. They don't announce the movies till they happen. I don't know why I'm plugging yeah. it so hard. I got no stakes in that shit. But, well, because uh, because it's, it's great. Because you and I both enjoy the shit out of it. That's I, why. I love it. I literally like, especially now, like knowing that like I, we we can't fucking go anywhere. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend my Friday night sitting watching fucking great horror movies, enjoying the shit out of it. So, and Chris yeah. Jericho will be there. So it relates back to the podcast. It certainly does. So this match overall, Archer, he looks great again. He was laying his shit in, that's for sure. Yeah. He looks like a killer again, you know. I, I am I'm happy that, like, they did give Cabana some stuff because, like, hey, Cabana's not a slouch. You know what I mean? See, like, I, I didn't I'm want gonna, I'm going to go opposite of you on that. Okay. I wish it was squashier. Because... Uh... 
I, I didn't I didn't want it to be squashed just because like they have him building Cabana up. Like he had that little thing with Sabian, like and that's what Jericho even put over on commentary goes, listen, he goes, he slapped the shit out of him to be like, yeah. listen, like I'm not just a comedy guy, like I'm a pro- I'm a professional wrestler, you know? Yes. But do you want to build a monster or don't you? Um is my is my opinion on this. Cabana is no slouch, which would make it even more interesting if Archer beat the piss out of him. And he and it was a good match. I'm not saying the match was bad. I'm not saying I hated. It. I'm just saying uh, I would have if you want Archer to be this fucking killer, like you had a murder Marco stunt, you had to murder some other little guy, like get him in the ring with someone like Cabana and just have Cabana get a little bit in, but like have Archer beat the shit out of him and build this monster. And that way, like, Cabana, I understand he's getting built up, but, like, Cabana can, would then still be like, this guy is crazy. Like, I, I've seen him before, but I had no idea what it was like being in the ring with him. He's a maniac. He's a monster. I don't know how anybody's going to get through this guy. And build him up. Build him up big. Build, Make him a true fucking monster and make it make everyone scared for the eventual match with Cody. Instead, you got a little bit too much back and forth for me. It was still good. I just, I want Archer to be a fucking killer. I want a killer in professional wrestling. I want somebody that, like, just runs through everybody, and then when he gets up to the face he has to feud with, make that face look that much better by being the first person to actually sort of stand up and hold their own a little bit against him. You know, I don't want this fucking back-and-forth bullshit, uh, whatever the fuck they did with Braun Strowman nonsense. Fuck that guy, too. Oh, um, God. I, I, I wonder how, <laughs> we didn't even get into him. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how he feels about now that he knows people who lost their jobs. Uh, like, is he going to tell... Like, fucking Ryder and Hawk is that they should just work a little harder and dedicate their lives to their craft, because that's what he did? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I still like the match. I understand why they did it. I just, I I want Archer to be a fucking murderer. See, like, I liked it because, like, Cabana, he would get some shots and then just get cut off. Get a few in, get cut off. And I was just like... I, I, I don't know. I liked it. Because, you know, it's 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 not just like a blow-off. It's a tournament match. So, yeah. like, I think it's like, hey, Cabana's still here. Um, it'll be interesting to see Archer's next match. So, I will say that. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Britt Baker had a weird promo about being a role model. Um, yeah. And she put on a glove real weirdly. And uh, was it numbing shit that she shot in the air? Or was it her on? <laughs> I just assume she's doing heroin. Uh, like, I just assume well, she's like, on that road. <laughs> she's like, I'm a, I'm a role model. And then she's like, see, I'm going to shoot up off camera. Um, uh, Britt Baker, let me, uh, I think if you went back to every show that she appeared on and lined up with our show, I think we've spent hours talking about her <laughs> and it's never been good. Right. She's doing her job. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I hate, and she's done this from the beginning, like, because she's been potatoed before, right? And her response to that is to call out the the person she wrestled for being unsafe and for hitting her for real. And that irks me because it's it's wrestling. We're spo- we know that it's that it's not a real fight. It's not a boxing match or an MMA match, right? But she treats it like, well, you're not supposed to actually hit me. It's like, no, 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 we're supposed to believe that you're actually hitting each other. So like when she comes out and says, you, you hit me for real. You're so, you're such an unsafe professional wrestler exposes the business in a way that I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, lady. 
<laughs> just stop. Get out of here. And she, she's done it from the beginning. Accidents happen. I get it. But like it, to me, it's not a it's not an, an engaging storyline or an endearing gimmick. And we're supposed to hate her. She's not trying to be like a face about it. So maybe she's doing her job. But like, man, I, it really irks me when she's like, oh, my God, you're such a sloppy professional wrestler. You're you know, this is a fake fight. And it's like, come on, lady. Just stop. Please, just just stop with this bullshit. Just say you're a dentist. I did like, didn't somebody on commentary, was it, was it Skiavone that was like, she's not a dentist, she's a, she's a dental assistant? Some, yeah, like, something like, like that. Blowing her gimmick there. But uh, again, she will just, I think, always rub me the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, they give a little hype for Hager Moxley later in the night. Uh, Taz does a video tutorial of Hager's head and arm choke. I skipped over that. Yeah. Uh, next match, Baker versus Cassandra Golden. Goes a minute. Baker wins. Squash. Yep. Yeah. Um, throughout the night, they kept having, like, random people pop in and be like, oh, who, I think here's Hager's going to win, or I think Moxley's going to win. Yeah. Uh, like, Ron Funches, Mike Goldberg, Big John McCarthy, uh, Dan Soder. Yeah, uh, I forget else, but it was all the MMA guys picked Hager, all the other non-MMA guys but picked Moxley because they're framing it as a real fight because yeah. that's what you're supposed to believe professional wrestling is, Britt Baker. Yeah, and by the way, her <laughs> nose looked fine in this second match. Um, in the, yeah. so, but anyway, I yeah, uh, she gave a, a really sweet super kick to the sternum, um, and uh, all her matches should be thirty seconds because she has less chance to fuck stuff up. <laughs> uh, they do a little skit for. Uh... The Bubbly Bunch, the bubbly which was bunch. just the Brady, the Brady Bunch, but with uh, Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it was fun, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't like have any like. I don't know. It was. It wasn't like the best. You know what did, I mean? It didn't but, land for me. I didn't think it was bad, but it didn't land for me. Um, yeah. It's no Jericho wearing leather pants in a hot tub. No, but I did laugh when he called uh, Sammy Guevara sexy. That was that yeah. was fun. Well. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also calling, uh, is he calling Cody Rhodes Cody Exotic now, yeah, by the is. way? Yeah, he is. Because he asked, uh, he mocked Hangman and asked if Cody fed him to Pharaoh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, next match we have uh, Sammy Guevara going up against Pineapple Peach, uh, Sugar Dunkerton. Yep. Because oh, uh, Jericho. Hey. Jericho put out a hit on Pineapple Pete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I love Jericho. Uh, right. Guevara wins. It goes like six minutes. Yeah, you it, was know. A, it was a good little little showcase for Sugar Dunkerton, man. Uh, you know, uh, I'll say this. Yeah. Um, not the biggest Sugar Dunkerton fan. No? Nah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, not, he's not making it on any list for me, but it, it's nice to see him. I'm glad he's getting a shot and you know, they, they got a couple little things in here. You know, getting put over on commentary by Jericho a bunch is, is funny. But uh, yeah, uh, I'll tell you what, man. Sammy, we say this every week, but Sammy's a good fucking worker, man. He's yeah, he's young, he's got it, and he's learning, and uh, he can he can be a big big star. He certainly. I I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, Sammy grabs the mic afterwards, says he's gonna beat the shit out of Darby Allen. Yeah. Which is the second person to drop a shit ski that night. Uh, One of them not being Chuck Taylor. Nope. Um, <laughs> he beats down Sugar Dunkerton, but Darby runs out and makes a save. Yeah. Uh, next match, we have Kip Sabian going mm-hmm. up against Sexy Chucky T. The Kip man. Sabian, the most literal uh, nickname in all of professional wrestling. Uh, Why again, is that? 
huh? Because he's super bad. Uh, <laughs> he's a super bad professional wrestler. Uh, and uh, against Chucky e. T, who is the complete opposite of a super bad professional wrestler. That is true. Uh, Kip Sabian gets the win. This goes like ten and a half minutes. Yeah. Uh, I saw your tweet about it. And I agree hundred percent. I feel like this is Sabian's best match, and it's because of Chucky e. T. Yeah. So I'm again gonna tell you the little story. Everyone, a little story. So again, occasional uh, guest of the show, Michelle, who hates professional wrestling. Uh, my wife, she, uh, my wife, um, she, uh, my wife. she, uh, was hanging out with me while I watched this and, uh, she only kind of pays attention and Kip Sabian came out and I explained to her how he has the most literal nickname in all of professional wrestling. And then she said what caught her attention was that, uh, the, the video, the entrance video played and there was an orange on it. And she was like, why the fuck are they showing oranges? And then I just looked at her and then until... Uh, Chucky e. T came out and she was like, "Oh, all right, I'm gonna watch this." So she, Orange Cassidy brings her, get, gets her attention, and uh, she watched this match, and she was like, "This match just looks like that one guy is working real hard to make the other guy not look like he sucks." <laughs> and I was like, "That's Chucky e. T," and she's like, "Yeah, Chucky e. T looked good, and the other guy looks like he doesn't know what he's doing." And I was like, that is the truth. And like the, she hates professional wrestling. She does not watch professional wrestling. She does not pay attention to it. Um, unless it's Oshka or orange Cassidy, like those are the only <laughs> things. And, uh, she, uh, she, I think had a very good opinion of it and just kind of shows to me that it's pretty obvious. Uh, and most of us, I think know it is that Chucky e. T is a very talented wrestler and it Kip, sure is. And Kip Sabian is a wrestler. <laughs> Chucky e. T has some of my favorite promos ever. Um, <laughs> the one, I think it was for Joshi Mania the one year for Chikara. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he might have been talking, because it was he was in fist with him, Gargano, and Icarus. Yeah. And he was talking about Joshi Mania, and he just goes, I swear to God, he goes, I'll punch that broad right in the face. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, I yeah. love you, Chucky e. T. And he used to make kids cry. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. the funniest. Yeah. Um, yeah, go watch Chucky e. T, like best of Chucky e. T promos or whatever on YouTube. Yeah. You're going to have a ball. And again, um, Jer- Jericho puts him over, talks about how good of a yeah. wrestler he is. Like, you know, it 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 was good. And I, we've been saying for a while that, that Chuck needs to get some single showcase on here because – He's very, very good, and him and Trent are very good together, uh, but they're both very good by themselves. I, I agree with you 100% on yeah. that. Uh, next match we have Sean Spears, which I've watched more Sean Spears matches in like the past however many months than I've ever cared to. Yeah. Uh, going up against Justin Law. Yeah, the guy Sean Spears is is getting getting all the work in because he just lives in those in QT Marshall's gym or whatever the fuck they're filming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spears wins in two minutes. It Just, is what it is. Justin Law pulling the, doing the uh, the great strategy of coming down to the ring with a giant fucking handprint on his chest. Dude, <laughs> what the hell was that about? Somebody chopped the shit. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's a if he, he's a QT student or whatever. But he had a big old he had a big old chop mark on his chest. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm like, maybe, like, because, I mean, it's all taped right now for AEW. I was yeah. like, maybe it just didn't heal from a previous match he had. Like, he he might have filmed a dark match before, but the dark match is for next week, or, you know, who knows. Yeah, 
Yeah. But, yeah, it, so, was, it was a squash, is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next week, we do have uh, Orange Cassidy's next match going up yeah. against uh, Jimmy Havoc, because we didn't talk about Jimmy we Havoc didn't... randomly attacking Orange Cassidy. Yeah, because, because who gives a shit? Because who cares? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jimmy yeah. Havoc, yeah. Uh, I mean, good. It's Orange Cassidy's uh, dynamite debut. Get the, uh, oh, I, you better get the W. I, I hope so. I mean, you fucking peck, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, swear, I swear to God if they put Jimmy Havoc over Orange Cassidy. Uh, I don't even have a problem <laughs> with Jimmy Havoc. Again, I just don't think he fits in what they're trying to get him to do. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I would rather them put Davey Havoc over Orange Cassidy. But, uh, Listen. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, that's going to be... Don't you that, toy with my heart uh, like uh, that. But yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be good because Jimmy Havoc will try and be ultra-violent and Orange Cassidy will uh, yuck it up and get out of everything and whatnot. So Yeah. So it's they also uh, also announced there's the two tournament matches. Uh, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara, which is just going to be fucking great. Yeah. Uh, and Kip Sabian versus Dustin, which Dustin's going to be great. Yep. Uh, and then also Kenny Omega is going to be wrestling next week. I don't yep. know who, but... It'll be, you know what it kind of reminded me of, like when they like mentioned he's gonna be wrestling, like old those old taped like Monday Night Raws where they'd be like, oh, next week in action, Razor Ramon, you know, yeah. like yep. they didn't say who's gonna face. I was just like, ah, that's a nice little throwback mm-hmm. for me. Uh, and then this is where the show ended. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was. It's weird that Justin Law versus Sean Spears was the main Boy, event. Boy, Justin Law getting that push. Yeah, uh, good for him. Well, this uh, up next we had. The nose holds barred. Empty yeah, arena match for the AEW no World Title. It was, yeah, kind of. It was the the no holds barred match that also has rope breaks. <laughs> um, I'm glad you you said that way because we haven't talked about this. And uh, I mean, this thing did not it, click for me. It should, it sucked. It should not have been 40 minutes. Uh, or 30 minutes with, without intro, without entrance. I don't fucking know. Um, it, listen, they, they missed, uh, they missed just about on everything in this match. Uh, and I got a lot of gripes from really dumb, trivial things to just overall, uh, this was not a good or entertaining wrestling match. So, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to, I'm going to just run through everything real quick. Uh, one, uh, right from the beginning. Uh, in professional wrestling right now, every match is an empty arena match, so make this one special in some way, which they didn't do. They just said there's no fans in attendance. No shit. Uh, so, you, you know, watch your watch your Terry Funk, Jerry Lawler, and, you know, the show, show, them, show them entering the building. You know, here they come, he's getting ready, he's walking to the ring. Show the ref prepping them about what an empty arena match means. Any of that kind of shit didn't fucking happen. Just entrances like normal. Uh, Moxley's wearing fucking camo jorts. The fuck is that about? Uh, JR on commentary by himself, screaming about Williamsport and then screaming about both guys being right-handed for some reason. Like that fucking matters. I didn't, I didn't understand that at all. Uh, and then no holds barred, but there's rope breaks and threatens of disqualification. (laughs) I just... It just was boring. It just was not entertaining. Uh, they tried to make it like a real MMA match or something, and like it just didn't work. Like it, it, they, 
they blended too much MMA without going full on shoot style wrestling match, which is a shame. <laughs> I, you know, you could have taken this and gone UWF, UWFI style and had it look actual shoot, but instead you had like pro wrestling and then weapons and then all oh, ground and pound and, uh, and escapes from submission holds. And I'm just like, why are you pick one? Like, what is this? And Hager, Hager's strong suit is not long matches. Hager's strong suit is not short matches. Hager's strong suit might not even be professional wrestling. <laughs> uh, Hager's strong suit certainly is an MMA because he just kicks all his opponents in the nuts and, to remain undefeated. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I expected more. I wanted it to be violent. Like, if you're going to do empty arena match, like, make it violent. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like a kind of a false count anywhere, but you had to be in the ring anyway. Uh, I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. Uh, I just, I, I didn't like it. Not, there's not, it a, sucked. not a single thing about it that I like. And that's, that was a disappointment. Uh, I, no, I knew, it sucked. And I knew I wasn't going to like it when I saw it was, that they were starting it with 40 minutes left. And I was like, oh shit, Ugh. Hager can't do 40 minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? So, yeah, it was, it was real bad. Yeah. It was, uh, it was just, oh God, I just, I didn't care for it even a little bit. Yeah. Um, it just, it was way too long. Long matches right now are tough anyway, but doing it with nobody there, it's yeah. just really hard. Um, JR couldn't get like Hager's dick out of his mouth during commentary. Yeah. Oh, Oklahoma. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, Oklahoma. Sasha France. Like, yeah. it's like, dude, we get it enough. Like, yeah. just shut up. Um, yeah, it's it just, it was a complete miss for me. Yeah. I laughed cause like Tony Condor in the week was like, this is a five, going to be a five star match. And Meltzer was hyping it up. And I was just like, Oh my God, this sucked. What, what's been the overall consensus of it? Have the, have, have the Meltzer, do you know if Meltzer rated it? Or uh, anything? I don't think he rated it yet. Yeah. Uh, especially with everything else going on right now. Sure. I don't think they even talked about it yet. Not that I like hold his opinion to any yeah. standard, but, sure. uh, Everybody pretty much that I saw was just like, end this shit. This is bad. Yeah, and like, the thing to me, like, I was so high on Mox, right? Like, Mox left the WWE because he felt he, he was being goofy, and he was. It was he, They were booking him terribly. He went to Japan. He got, an, he like, slimmed down, got good-looking gear, uh, haircut, like, all that sort of stuff, and like, looked good, was beating the shit out of people, was like, wrestling fucking Minoru Suzuki and shit, <laughs> you know? And like... He comes, he's now, he's, it seems like he's slipping, to me at least, he's slipping back into Dean Ambrose a little bit. You know, the the hair's getting a little longer, he's wearing fucking jean shorts to wrestle in, like camo shorts. Is that because it was an empty arena match? Because if that's true, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it, and if it was because it's an empty arena match, build it up in some way. Let me know why. They didn't treat it like it was special in any way. They just said, oh, it's an empty arena match. Make me give a shit. Because right now, everything is. Empty arena match is an attraction when you have a crowd. Then it's then there's a purpose for doing it. it. Then you can build why. Then you could do some shit. This one, it just failed across the board for me. And I I like Mox, but I didn't like this for... I didn't think he was good in this either. I guess that's my point, is that I expected him at least to be good. And I think they were both lost in this. 
I think Mox tried to adapt like that MMA grapple style, like to counteract against Hager. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if Hager could really wrestle a good wrestling match anymore. Yeah. Um, anymore. You know where Moxley, uh, yeah, Moxley obviously can. Um, you know, be, be a brawler then. Be violent. You know, like go crazy. Yeah. Like, counteract his MMA with violence outside of the MMA style. If you use weapons, beat the shit out of him. Like, jab his eyes and shit. Like, go crazy with it. Like, you know, it, I don't know. I, I Just having him come in and match a guy. Let I me mean, just put this way. Having him come in uh, into this fight that they were hyping as real, having people call the matches back and forth, having a, a, a pro wrestler go in against a pro wrestler who, who they're, they're pitching as this great undefeated MMA guy, Having the wrestler come in and try and out MMA him is as stupid as I don't know. Let's say uh, you're a really great judo fighter, and your trainer convinces you can stand up <laughs> against the kickboxer. Not just any kickboxer, but like a world champion kickboxer. Yeah, the theoretical. <laughs> I'm just talking theoretical situations here. Uh, it just it just doesn't fucking work, right? Do what you uh... do. Do what you do well. I know that's harder for Hager because I don't know what the fuck he does well. But, like, I know that Mox <laughs> can be violent and crazy yeah. in that ring. So do that. Let Hager try and give you the fucking arm triangle and just jab his fucking eye out or fish hook him or something. Like, yeah. I, you know, it just it just missed across the board for me, uh, which is a shame. Yeah, it uh, it it was not good, not even a little bit. Um, I honestly was just like, oh my god, this sucks. And, this um, was, and it was one of ugh. those things like it happens to me a lot in wrestling because I, I very opinionated wrestling person. I have very weird opinions about wrestling. I don't expect anybody to ever agree with me in anything except for the fact that Terry Funk's the best there ever was. That is the known fact. <laughs> but like, I have very fucked up weird opinions on wrestling, and they fluctuate back and forth, and they're influenced by whether or not I like you or not. Um, but I was watching this, and occasionally I get matches where I'm like, Am I the only one who doesn't like this? Like, am I missing something? Oh, all is this the time. Me? Like, is this me? Because, like, what's going Like, because there's just big matches I just don't... I, I, there's lots of big matches I don't get. And... Or wrestlers I don't get, you know? And I'm just like, is this me again? Am I am I just not getting this? Because I, I don't like Hager as a wrestler or a human being. Uh, <laughs> or is it or is it just not good? And then, like, 20 minutes in, I was like, this has to be just not good. Like, this can't just... I can't... It took you 20 minutes? Well... No, it took 20 minutes for me to convince myself that I'm not the idiot. Okay. <laughs> like, <All it's>, right. <laughs> not that I thought it didn't. It took me 20 minutes to think it was bad. It took 20 minutes for me to talk myself into believing that I have all right opinions on professional wrestling and that I myself <laughs> am not a complete fucking moron. Um, Dude, I was like five minutes into this and I'm just like, oh my God, end it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right from the beginning, I didn't like it. It just was. It just took me trying to convince myself that I have a valuable opinion about professional wrestling. <laughs> I I enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about the other show. Yes, NXT. Let's talk about NXT. Yes. If you listened to us last week, we kind of had a big uh, discussion about the state of NXT, where they were at going forward. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk about well, it. it uh, so, first so match. It looks like nobody else is getting let go, right? At least it didn't happen today. Uh, I, you know what? I, I, I haven't seen anything. Okay. So who knows? All right. Well, normally, like I feel like when people get let go, it's all on the same day. Yeah. 
Maybe they just haven't had the talk, the chance to go through yet. I, I don't know. And, and I don't know what their contracts are like. You know, I, I, I'm yeah. not sure. And there's not a lot of ton, ton of big money makers in NXT. No, there's that, there's that really you, not. Yeah, you could afford to get rid of at least. Yeah, are there space fillers? Yes. Sure. Um, but I think we we'll see I, I, one or yeah. two of them tonight. <laughs> well, the first match did not involve a space filler. Uh, we have... Finn Bauer going up against Fabian Eichner. Yes. Uh, Bauer's been feuding, trying to get to Walter. One of the next nine years. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be another nine years, I yep. feel. Um, Bauer gets the win. It went like 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was a good way to open open the show. Yeah, I mean, good. I enjoyed the match quite a bit, actually. Yeah, Eichner's probably my second favorite dude in Imperium. Uh, Same. Next yep. to Alexander Wolf, obviously. Um, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Uh, no, I like all of the Imperium. Clearly, it's Walter. Um, but yeah, Eichner's good. Uh, you know, have Finn wrestle every single member of the Imperium. Like, just do it that way. Seriously, I'm, just do it that way. I'm completely fine with that. Stretch it out, make it work. Uh, maybe by the end of the show, they're going in a completely different direction for some reason that I can't quite figure the fuck out. But we'll wait. We'll figure that out later, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, it uh, well, we'll we'll talk about that, but but yeah, the match itself, I I enjoyed the shit. Yeah, out it was of, good. So yeah, you give me Bauer Eichner every week, I'm gonna like it. You right. know, it, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a pre-tape promo from Charlotte, um, talking about like you know going through everybody in NXT, everybody she wants to face. Gives a throwback that her first NXT match was ever was against Mia Yim. Yep. Um. I, I actually kind of enjoyed it. Like this little promo it gave her like, yeah. like a little, like, uh, not eh, substance, I guess you could say. Yeah. You uh, know, like, it's like, Hey, there's like the built in story of like already with Mia Yim, you know? And like, she names like real or like uh cancel Ray, Io Shirai, you know? Uh, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a Charlotte fan, but yeah, it's fresh, you know, it's something different. So I watched, obviously NXT second uh, and fast forwarded through this. Cause I was like, I don't need to hear what Charlotte has to say. I don't give oh, a shit. It was uh, actually not bad. <laughs> and then, but then today saw people like retweeting and talking about, it. I was like, Oh fuck. All right. They did. It wasn't just a recap or something. All right. I'll no, listen. I'll listen. So I did go back and see it. Um, but yeah, it was good. You know, it's, uh, it doesn't make me happy about the situation or necessarily like pumped to watch Charlotte do stuff. Uh, but no. it was fine. It was good. Yeah. I thought so too. Uh, next match, we have Aaliyah mm-hmm. going up against the shootingest shooter I've ever seen in oh, my life, is Elite. The goddamn true shooter of NXT. Um, this goes three minutes. Zia Lee wins by death. Yep. Um, boy, oh boy, Zia was laying her shit in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they they run the gimmick. Now, oh, sup, Zia Lee? Uh, they run the uh, they run the gimmick. Can't forget uh, that last week where uh, she got her knee, she got attacked backstage, uh, and then Aaliyah didn't have an opponent, and it ended up being EO, and then EO beat the piss out of uh, Aaliyah, and then this <laughs> week they just very quickly revealed that it was Aaliyah who jumped her, so that she thought she would get the forfeit to get into the ladder match. Um, that's fine, whatever, because uh, Zaylee comes out comes out fucking pissed. Yep. Uh, does like half of her <laughs> fan gimmick and just throws it down and comes in the ring and just starts whooping that ass. <laughs> uh, I was really worried because of the day we had that uh, Zaya was going to be on the on the chopping block because while I like her, uh, 
you know, she's she's got a long way to develop yet. Um, and would yeah. be, it would be an easy cut for the time being. Uh, even yeah. though she's being featured a lot more, she's doing a lot of stuff, she's visible on almost every show, uh, she's she's very much the definition of developmental talent. Um, so she, I was worried, uh, so thankfully she's still there. Um, and uh, I thought for sure Aaliyah was going to go, uh, because, I mean... Zaylee murdered her, um, but uh, but no, they didn't go. So that's I don't I don't I think this is done. I don't think Aaliyah is going to be feuding with Zaylee anymore. Um, but Zaylee got her revenge, looked like a goddamn murderer, and uh, that's it. Yeah, she she came out pissed. Yeah. I was all I was all about it. I was like, good for you, Zaylee. You yeah. crazy crazy woman, you. So um, she won with the Robinson special too. Yeah. By the way, yep, like. I didn't know that we're doing that now. Hey, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm about. It. I just I was like pretty surprised by it. Yeah. Um, we have Matt Riddle talking to Pete Dunn on the phone, mm-hmm. asking Stallion Pete who his new partner is going to be, but Stallion Pete will not tell him. Nope. Won't let him know. We will find out later, though. Uh, first first match of the Inter Maxi Cruiserweight wait, Championship. I want to ask you a question oh, though. Oh, who, oh, oh, you, oh. who who did you think it was going to be? Did you have any sort of clear uh, guess? Honestly, I, I, I had no idea. Okay. I was hoping it was going to be William Regal himself. Oh, I fucking so wish. Gonna be like He was going to be like, oh, you'll get another British partner. Oh, that'd be sick. I don't think Regal <laughs> could do it anymore. Hey, I don't doubt that man ever. He's the man. He wouldn't have to do um, much. He wouldn't really be bumping around or anything. you just get in and stretch some motherfuckers. I was going to say, just but, stretch somebody out. Yeah. So the first match in the Interim NXT Cruiserweight Championship Tournament, this is in the B Block. Yes. We have Akira Tozawa. <laughs> Akira Tozawa going up against Swerve Scott. Yes. So this match goes about 12 minutes. Um, Tozawa got the win. Which Shockingly. Super surprised by that. Yeah. Because um, I for sure thought this was going to be like a Scott showcase but again yeah. it's a it's a round robin style tournament which oh mm-hmm. my god i'm so happy about yeah because wrestling needs more of this um but tozawa looked good swerve yeah they had that one spot on the outside where it was a bad missed hurricane it's rana a, but it's a garbage rana it sucks <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, I've I've seen worse, you know. Oh, yeah, for but... sure. <laughs> I think more like to me in this match, like Swerve just seemed a little uh, bored or bland. And I mean, these guys, you know, I didn't realize this, but <laughs> apparent they're already back to live. That's how how little I, yeah. I keep track of things. So like, I was texting you. I was like, that fucking Ron, this is taped. Edit that garbage out. And you were like, this is live, pal. So you know, <laughs> we're live, pal. So like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sid. Um, but the uh, the the day they had couldn't have been easy on anybody, and they still had to go out and perform. So I don't know if they were affected. Just Swerve, who's been very impressive to me, felt a little bored um, or just a little off out there. Um, just even like expression wise, like sort of just going through the motions. Because I'm sure they were all emotionally drained or worried about their yeah. own jobs. You know, that literally, was a tough day. There's a guy in this tournament who got fired, but they're still having him in the oh, tournament. So that blows my mind. Yeah. Um, but I, I did though. I, I thought that they did some good good wrestling. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I'm super stoked about the tournament. To be I honest, love like, that it's round robin. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, like because WWE they don't do that. No. Like I don't know if they've ever done it, you know, like because 
I just don't know if they have, but I'm, I'm all about this. Yeah. Um, we do get a video for El Hio del Fantasma, which is one of the participants in the yes. tournament. Don't know if you, how much you know about him. I, I looked Anything? up a little bit. A little bit I looked him up because I wasn't sure if it was somebody they threw that gimmick on or who he was. So I looked up. I saw that he has a brother who is uh, Fantasma Jr., yes. uh, which gives you a clue as to who their father is. <laughs> uh, and he was uh, the guy who wrestled in the mask that they used to advertise Lucha Underground. Yes. So, yes. Uh, I, uh, what I was the Swerda or King Cuerno. King Cuerno. Cuerno, yeah. And his mask is the red with the white, which was pretty much yep. the, the branding for Lucha Underground. So. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't dabble too much in Lucha Libre just because, like, yeah. I just don't have fucking time to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but I have seen some stuff. I know he was working like CMLL. Like uh-huh. he's fun. So he's another, he's a good addition. Yeah. Um, the next match, we do have Tegan Knox going up against big mama. Cool. Raquel Gonzalez Nash. Yeah. Um, this goes three minutes. Tegan gets the win mm-hmm. because Shotzi Blackheart arrives to help her out, yep. which I, was like, ooh, okay, this is the route that we're going to be going. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so I, hey, let's set up that tag team match, playa. So, listen, Teddy Long, uh, I fucking loved this. Yeah, I really did, dude. Uh, so, uh, who you say, Big Mama cool? I say, Big Lady cool. Um, but uh, either way, it all works. Uh. I like her as a killer. I like seeing Knox. I'm glad the Dakota Kai Knox thing is continuing. Um, when uh, Gonzalez picked up Knox uh, on the side, I thought she was going to hit her with the sidewalk slam, and I nearly lost my this goddamn mind. This is why mind. we're friends. This is why we're friends, because <laughs> when she did it, I went, oh. When she picked her up, I was back. like, motherfuck, yes. And I was, was ready to. Yeah. I was ready to tweet up a storm. <laughs> yeah, and it was a backbreaker, which is fine, but God damn it, it should have been the sidewalk slam. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but a short match established both of them, you know, like it made Gonzalez a killer, still made Knox look good getting the win. Surprise win, roll, you know, I love that kind of shit. Uh, yeah. Good run in. Uh, you know, the Shotzi Blackheart thing, I thought it, it you know, was cool. It's just a. The old school wrestling face coming to help a face kind of thing, yeah, which I love. Uh, and uh, I mean, I really did. I really like this. I thought it was good. I thought it did everything it needed to do. Um, I'm excited for where it's going. And uh, I think because uh, Knox is Lady Kane, that uh, her and Shotzi should call themselves the Sisters of Destruction. Is what? The, well, see if Shotzi came out on like a toy Harley, I'd well, I'd agree with it. She has the tank. She she, she rides, does have a tank. She rides a motor vehicle to the ring. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. Would you would you prefer that uh, Tegan Knox had started the fire that killed, uh, or the other way around, Shotzi Blackheart started the fire that killed Kane's family? Uh yes. Okay. All right. What kind of a question is that? Of course I would. All right. Oh, yeah, Scott. Oh, I wish you had the book. I really do, because, oh, that'd be so sick. Um, after this, we get a video package for Keith Lee. Yep. He's he's existing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next match, though, we yeah. have Dexter Loomis, the resident pervert oh that he God, is. Oh, my God, what a creep, dude. 
Um, going up against my my cousin Tahuti. Oh, good old cousin Tahuti. Listen, cousin Tahuti had a match on Raw this week too. I heard. My that's that's he's doing doing the family proud. It's the Miles um, pedigree, is what it is. I, you know what? That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, Dexter Loomis just uh, creepily beating the shit out of Tahuti. Yeah, <laughs> for for two minutes. Um. I'll tell you what, he hit a good looking spine buster. It was no double A, what is? But he hit a good spine buster. Um, it was not an anaconda vice that he put him to sleep with. No, it wasn't. Shame on you. Shame How on did... you, announcers. How dare you? I was so <laughs> fucking mad. I rewound that shit. I was like, can he grab the wrist? Are you kidding me? Man, that's <laughs> crazy how passionate you CM Punk fans got. Oh, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> I will end this goddamn show forever <laughs> right now. Listen, I know listen, I know Joe's supposed to got his fill of Phil on Tuesday with Phil on uh oh. backstage last night. Look at now you're going off because you, I know how much of a big Phil Brooks CM Punk yeah. fan you are. Uh-huh. Oh boy, you guys you're hard to please. You motherfucker. I guess I deserve this. <laughs> um but listen, uh, don't don't steal tens on shit. <laughs> Unless you're gonna do it right, he did not grab the wrist. That is not the fucking Anaconda device. You fucking it was not. All right. So I, I blame just... the announcer for calling that. I don't sure. think he had anything to do with it. Uh, At least when Punk did it, he did it the right way. That, that's I will give unlike, him that. Unlike the figure four, um, I fucking knew you were gonna do. <laughs> um, how do you fuck up a figure? Never mind. Uh, against Terry, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so so. Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis is a lot of things. Dexter Loomis is one creep. He is one hundred percent into uh, like again. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to kink. I don't want to kink shame anyone. I was going to say that is not tread, my tread lightly. That is not my uh, my my. My process is not something I believe in. You're into we're, what you're we're into. Sex, we're a sex positive podcast. Whatever, listen, whatever floats your boat, whatever you want to do, you do it. But Dexter Loomis is 100% into severed hooker feet. <laughs> All right. He definitely gets a hooker, takes her to a hotel room, cuts off her feet. Just saying, whatever he wants to be. I'm not here to kink shame anybody. But who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? That's what he's into. Number two. <laughs> the heat is on. Number two. Dexter Loomis loves Huey Lewis in the News' album Sports. Jesus Christ almighty. Okay. I'm not going to explain that any further. If you know, then you know. Number three. Wow. <laughs> Dexter Loomis is the Heidenreich of NXT. Oh, 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 dude. Oh, my God. He's like the Heidenreich if Heidenreich and Snitsky had a son together. Yes. Snitsky was all about feet. Yes, but we all know um, we all know that Snitsky does not like letting babies go to full term, so it wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. What just happened? It wasn't his fault, Brett. <laughs> Oh, that just made me kind of sad because I remember when I met him at the strip club, and then Mike Kyoto was there, and Mike Kyoto was 
bombed off his ass. Yeah. And he was he was in the back room for forty five minutes. <laughs> gotta get your shit uh, in, brother. Oh, I, oh, I'm sure you got more than that. Oh man. <laughs> oh that's, Yo, all I I have. Like, that's all I have. I like Dexter, Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis yeah. is good. No, it works, man. He's a character. I wish he wasn't beating up cousin Tahuti, but Oh. That's, uh, poor cousin Tahuti. I'm gonna have to FaceTime him tomorrow and check yeah. on him. Yeah. See if he's still alive. Yeah. See if he still has his feet. Oh. <laughs> so we have a little thing here. I guess Adam Cole and Velveteen Dreamer are supposed to have a face to face tonight. Okay. Cole shows up and says, nope, I'm at home playing video games. Yeah. Uh, Dream just says that Cole's the last remaining champion on Disputed Era's. Dream's going to be over soon. Um, Finn Balor mm-hmm. shows up for some weird fucking reason. Why not? Uh, says says he doesn't know Dream. He doesn't like him. But when he's talking about the best NXT champion, you need to be careful. Ignorant comments will get you a date with the prince. Yeah. Uh, so next week it's, uh, Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. Yeah. And, uh, I just want to say as Velveteen, uh, <laughs> and I know we, uh, we disagree, uh, on, we disagreed a little bit on the, the Velveteen when he was pulling all that shit with Roddy's family, uh, Velveteen this week on Twitter, uh, advancing the storyline with, with Adam Cole, uh, like retweeted the definition of vanilla midget. And then call, said, like, uh, he's so vanilla, he should change his chant to Ice Ice Bebe. Uh, oh, and God. again, uh, one, not funny. And two, uh, just, it's, it, it's again, it's like jerk heel shit. And Adam Cole's supposed to be a jerk heel. Uh, so I just, I have no interest in that matchup whatsoever. Uh, and also, like, to get yourself over, like, like he's trying to do against Adam Cole, don't feed into what the trolls say about Adam Cole. <laughs> like, the Vanilla Midget thing, while it's funny because it's a Kevin Nash deal, um, is something that we've experienced, uh, uh, you know, break your balls about it all the time, like, at an NXT show. <laughs> like, yeah. Some, oh God, yeah. He's too little. He'll never make it. So it's something yeah. that, like, that these fans that don't, like, understand or like wrestling. Like, I got into a little bit of a, a discussion uh, it wasn't heated or anything, but a little discussion on Twitter about Adam Cole the other day because they're like, I don't believe him. He's, he he doesn't weigh too much. I'm like, he's he literally an inch shorter than Shawn Michaels. Like that's the it's the difference. Um, and like so, Velveteen posting all this stuff is just like feeding into like trying to get over over in yourself as a face or a tweener, whatever you are, using the shit that like the asshole wrestling trolls use against. The smaller guys in wrestling, it just doesn't win any win any uh, favor with me. So I, I still, yeah. I, I remain not interested in Dream versus Adam Cole. Yeah, I get like yeah, when I saw that too, I was also like, oh, uh, that's kind of like weird. Yeah. Um, I know he furthered it a little bit more today. Like he posted some stuff now with like Finn. It was a picture of Velveteen Dream and Kathy Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I guess Finn used to date Kathy Kelly and then dream dated her afterwards or something. Uh, okay. uh yeah, I, it was like, Oh, like the stuff that like, you don't want to dream about. It was like that, yeah. uh, Finn's run on Monday night raw. Hmm. Um, I, there was something else I forget, but yeah, like that. I just, it's just so random. Like yeah. the, it's just random to me. Like I'm not even talking about like what dreams posted, but like, why are we having Ballard dream right now? Yeah, like that's also, very I, I get it. 
like I get it's a, it's probably a, hey we gotta use what we have and who mm-hmm. we have yeah but like like all right like Balor was just like the heel against Gargano mm-hmm. now is he a heel or a face against Imperium I don't know yeah but now is he the heel against Dream again like uh, like you're you're tiptoeing that line and. It's it's listen. This isn't like a Steve Austin anti-hero thing, you know. Yeah. Like, this is a uh, what are you doing? Like, yeah. and on, on the same show, like, and, yeah, it's really weird. And like, and I get it. Again, wrestling's still very weird. And Adam Cole's not there for whatever reason that happens to be, because the you know Bobby Fish right now is or not Bobby Fish. Uh, O'Reilly's not medically cleared to wrestle now either. Um, yeah, because he has diabetes. Yeah, but uh. Whatever the reason is, it is very random. But also from for Dream's point of view, like you can get the same point across that he's doing without saying those sort of things. He can come out and do like a a Rick Rude like, look at you compared to me, look at my size, look at my body compared to yours, and that gets the same thing across as opposed to just saying, "Hey, you're a vanilla midget, get out of here, you're too short." Like, be creative about it. But you know, bring me into it, sell me on it. So. You know, I was kind of thinking about it today because, like, the whole with the vanilla midget thing, and it's like yeah. Dream's character—it's—it's—it's it's, it's been weird. Yes. You know, because like he's—he's he's always been like, I don't belong in NXT. I mm-hmm. should be on the main roster. Shit, the call me up Vince tights. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like he's always been that where it's like he—and I feel that way too. Where it's like if he gets to the main roster, like you know, back when he was like real. Yeah. Like hot, you know what I mean? Crowds are really into him. If they let Trips handle him on the main roster, like he would have been huge. Yeah. Like the dude got co signed by John Cena, which mm-hmm. you can't get co signed by anybody bigger in that company. It's true. Um, you know, so it's like I don't know if his character is still just like, uh, like I don't care about like the indies or or the smart fan. Yeah. You know, like it it's it's weird because it's it's like he's positioned at like, you know, you just said about the the Rick Rude thing. Yeah. Rick Rude was an ultra dickhead heel. Yes. So if Velveteen came out and started saying that stuff, the way he's being portrayed is is a face. Yeah. So it it's like it doesn't it, it, it's it's, it's a, weird. It's it just it's, it's not, weird. It's, it's confusing. Yeah. It's very it, that's which, exactly what it is. Yeah, which by the way, real quick question. Mm-hmm. Do you like Rick Rude more in WCW or WWF? Ooh. Ah. Uh. Okay. Dude. Yes, I want to hear your opinion. Real. Huh. I'm trying to think. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> so, I, I mean, the Rick Rude that I watched was WCW. Yeah. Because that was what I was watching at the time. You know, like, when... I remember when he, you know, he showed up on both, uh, both nights, all, all whatever, all that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's hard. That's a tough one. Right? It, is a, it is a tough one, and it's it's something that you probably would think shouldn't be tough, but it is tough. For me, yeah, it's WCW. Yeah, I mean, it might, I liked it more in WCW. It might be for me too. Like, I love the stuff with Jake Roberts. Yeah, I love him and Warrior. I think what was it, SummerSlam '89? I think mm-hmm. it was. Feel yeah. the heat, brother. Mm-hmm. But like 
the WCW stuff like him and Sting, him and Bulldog, him and uh, Vader, him and Flair. Like they, he got the big gold belt and he never had the chance in WWF. Yeah. And like his theme music was better in WCW. Like I don't know. I I've been th- I've been like kind of on a Rick Rude kick if you want to watch so wrestling right now. I, I guess here's the thing about Rick Rude, right? When I picture Rick Rude, I picture WWF Rick Rude. Same. But when I want to watch Rick Rude, <laughs> Dude, I watch, I watch WCW Rick Rude. <laughs> oh, fucking same. Like yeah. right. It's a weird, like I don't know. I've just, yeah. I've been, I've been on a Rick Rude kick, so I figured I'd float that bite because you brought him up. Yeah. Um, so on next week's show, we have more cruiserweight tournament matches. We have Jack Gallagher versus uh, El Hijo del Fantasma, mm-hmm. Drake Maverick versus Jake Atlas, which yeah. it's gonna be so fucking weird because mm-hmm. of Drake getting the release but still getting to work. Well, like, oh, it's just it, it feels dirty. Like, when I, and when I heard does. when I saw his video, like in my brain, I was like, they're recording this shit. So like, he's saying this because he's already recorded a bunch of these matches. And that, like, because I, because again, I don't pay, pay that close yeah. attention. I didn't realize they were already back to live. So, yeah. I, so I was like, oh, he's saying this because he's going to show up in the next bunch of weeks because they pre-recorded all these cruiserweight matches already. So we, they have to cover for that in some way. But now that I know that they're live, that's gonna be fucking weird. It, it just feels real weird. Yeah. Um, also, we're getting Kushida versus Tony Nice. That'll be and, good, uh, man. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Uh, and then D- Dakota Kai and, and uh, Big Mama Cool against Shotzi and Tegan. So yeah. it's it's a good lineup looking next week. Think about uh, all the good matches Kushida's going to have in this round robin tournament. Oh, dude, I was thinking about that. I was just like, oh, who, like, I think of, like, best of the Super Juniors. Who do I think of in the last 10 years? Yeah. Uh, Kushida. So, I, like, that's you, who you think I think they, of right Do they now. put the interim strapola on him? I hope so because I would love to see him versus Devlin. Yeah, and it's got to be oh, like, that'd be it, incredible. It's got to be him or Phantasma, right? Because they're hyping Phantasma. You would a think. Bit. Yeah, uh, you would think. You know, and I think everybody in the tournament is pretty talented. I just don't see them. I do too. Necessarily putting the strap on Gallagher. You know what I mean? No, they so, certainly will not. Um, yeah. So the main event here, we have the uh, NXT Tag Team Champions Championship. You have the challengers, Bobby Fish and Roderick, Roderick Strong, because as you mentioned, Kyle O'Reilly is currently not cleared. Yes. Uh, going up against Matt Riddle and a uh, mystery partner. So we get uh, Matt Riddle comes out. We get a video for Pete Dunn mm-hmm. saying, you know, Stallion Pete, I'm sorry I can't. Or, yeah, Stallion Matt, I'm sorry I can't be there. You know, he goes, I break fingers, but I have, I have a guy for you that breaks jaws. Yeah. And then uh, he introduces Fimothy Thatcher. <laughs> Yes. Uh, who is uh, Timothy Thatcher? Yes. Uh, fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, the meanest I'm son of a bitch you'll ever see, dude. So that's another thing I wanted to point out. Yeah. The announcing is so much better right now. Yes. With Tom Phillips, dude. Even Byron Saxon, because Byron Saxon, like on Raw, he has to play that goofy idiot. Yeah. Like now he's not playing. I think he's just calling a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like he's he's he's, he's, he's a good co- yeah he's good yep. yep um but holy shit super stoked about Thatcher <laughs> like yeah oh I love it I mean I um, hope, I hope he, he sticks around I hope they you know use this to push him and keep him around because it's uh, yeah it'll be good man yeah so um Riddle and Thatcher win obviously yeah. um I love the pairing of these two because 
they're both just gonna like beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Riddle's gonna dance around about it. Thatcher's just like super uncomfortable when Riddle dances. Yes. Um, Which is but, it's very uh, Pete Dunn role. Like he fits that sort of role. Uh, I think perfect. you could you could bring bring Riddle or bring uh, Pete Dunn back and have the three of them together. Um, oh man! And just have them just murdering people. Uh, but yeah, oh, it's it's cool. It could have went in a uh, hundred wor- different worse directions, and uh, I think they made a really good choice. Yeah, they they really did. The match I thought was a lot of fun. Um, good debut for Thatcher, mm-hmm. especially. I mean, we're, you're working Roddy and Fish. Of course, you're, yeah. you're going to look good. They're, they make anybody look like a million bucks. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I am stoked about this pairing going forward. I hope it lasts for a while. Yeah, I think it's a huge deal that they let Thatcher tap Roddy. Yeah, that's, that's a huge. big deal. And it's a, it wasn't a it wasn't a reach for the ropes. It was an immediate tap yeah, when he put it in the floor. It's, a, it's a huge vote of confidence. I feel. Yeah, I well, I think Trips is real high on Thatcher. Yeah. So, I think the last time. I saw Thatcher wrestle, and it was probably last time you saw him wrestle too. Was Bloodsport last year against uh, Hideki Suzuki? That was probably yeah. the last time. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. They it just was. beat each other up. It was good. Uh, so after the match, we go backstage to like a handheld camera. Hold on, hold some... on, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, you skipped okay. something in that, what did I that skip? match. What? Who who came out? Who stood in the shadows? Oh. I'm sorry because I blanked it out of my mind because I didn't want to see it when I dreamed last night. Uh-huh. Um, Dexter Loomis. <laughs> Number four, Dexter Loomis is the Waylon Mercy of NXT. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was just real weird because he's just standing there under like a yellow light. Yeah, and, thinking like... about everybody's feet and what they would look like <laughs> cut off. Dude, it makes sense because Riddle wrestles barefoot. See? It all makes sense. Listen, I connect the dots, man. That, that's what I do, brother. Uh, it was really weird, though. Like, it's very the weird. They like, are, they're setting what the is he doing? Point. He's a creep. He is a creep. He's uh, He could also be uh, the stalker of NXT. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. So... I hate you. Okay, uh, I mean, <laughs> you, you, uh, I am. How dare they do that to Barry Windham? <laughs> right? How fucking dare they do that to Barry? <laughs> Those motherfuckers. This is Barry goddamn Windham. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I'm right? fired up. Now. The only, the only like legitimate like fill in on the original Horseman, <laughs> and they do that shit to him. They make him the stalker. Ugh. God Ugh. damn you, Vince. God damn it. Right? <laughs> oh, grinds my gears. Yeah. Well, after the match, we go to a little handheld camera in the backstage area uh, where Champa is filming himself saying he's he's done with all this. He's done with Johnny. He's done with Candace. He's done. It's uh, over. Yeah. Whoever wins, wins. He said, you and Candace showed the world, so congratulations. You're the better man. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which, at this point... um. Champa gets uh, to, to which attacked this point, and my, dragged off. Uh, actually, to which this point, uh, my YouTube TV stopped recording because it hit, it, it, it ran over. So I was like, so, "What the fuck?" Uh, so I had to go find it on Twitter. I was uh, I was thinking about this when the show was like when I was watching NXT live. Yeah. Because at right at ten o'clock, and they even put up the little bumper at the end. Yeah. Like you know, and this was Champa was just sitting down. I was just like. 
uh-oh, I'm like, is this going to get cut off? I'm like, did they just didn't time this out right? Yeah. And I thought about you because I know you said your YouTube TV cuts off right at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden he gets dragged away and you just hear him getting absolutely brutalized. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the camera falls and it comes back and Champ is just laying there face down on the concrete. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a black boot and then you see uh, Killer Cross. My wayward son. <laughs> uh, and he just says the Champa TikTok. Yes. And uh, that's how the show ends. Yeah. Dude. So how what did you what did you think about this ending? Uh so I mean they've been building to it. Um I whatever. I mean it's a good pairing for Champa. Uh it's a it, I guess they're just going to spend the time burying Champa for the rest of his time there. Um, I guess they figure they're just using them to put people over. Uh, I, I didn't have a problem with it, uh, but uh, you said a name that, uh, I, I mean, I, I hate to do this to you on the, like, in, in public, in public, if you will. I already, I, I already know. Uh, but you said Killer Cross, and I don't know who yeah. that is. Yeah, uh, it is Carrion Cross. Yes, my wayward son. Yes, Carrion Cross. Yes. Um, he's not going to be able to use the name Killer. No. He's there's only one man who that was. And that was Kowalski. That's true. Um, and Trips was trained by him, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no, I, Killer Con. There was Killer Con. Killer Con. Oh my God. Um, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's 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 fine. I'm totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, interesting way they're going to go. I mean, obviously they made him look like an absolute psychopath without even showing a thing he did. Yeah, and him, you know, Champa uh, carrying it's going to be good matches. So. Oh my god, they're going to be so much fun. I think the build-up's going to be a lot of fun because both these dudes are great on the mic. Yeah, uh, I think that Cross could have been uh, a guy you put right on the main roster, honestly. Uh, I agree. He's got the size. He's got the the, the talking ability. Um, so you know, who knows? I mean, they're they're certainly putting bringing him in at a really high spot on NXT. So yeah, putting him right in the main event. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, they will be good matches for sure. But he definitely a guy I think they could have brought in right to the main right right to a main roster to make an impact. But yeah. You know, the thing that really did sell me about him, honestly, was the Bloodsport match that we saw last year. Him yeah. and uh, uh, Davey Boy Jr. Yeah. Like, that, he was awesome. Yeah, and that, that match, he that match was, was really good. Yeah. Like, he was so damn good. And now, now I, I look back and I think, and I'm like, oh, that's like where Regal was. Regal was probably like right then there. Like, all right, we're going to sign you. Yep. You know, as soon as that whole mess ended with his impact deal that he had going on, but yeah. uh, yeah. but yeah, that was uh, that was the end of NXT. Oh, so mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, okay. I want your match from each show, match of the night, and show overall. All right, well, this, I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you a little bit. I think maybe not. Okay. So, AEW. Uh, listen, I didn't think this was a bad show. Uh, the main event was god awful. Uh, and just because 
personal feelings, I wanted Archer to be more of a killer. My AEW match is Chuck Taylor versus Kip Sabian. Okay. Um, uh, Chucky just looks so good to me. Uh, I laughed my ass off at the spot, which we didn't talk about before, where uh, Penelope gets up and does the distraction by taking off her jacket. <laughs> so then OC gets up and takes out. It's, uh, I, I just I laughed like crazy when that happened. Um, and again, uh, Sabian, uh, most literal nickname in professional wrestling, uh, didn't look great, but his best match, Chucky T, is is my guy. Uh, so uh, that that's my AEW. Uh, my NXT probably won't shock you because I already shocked you with it before. Uh, is a Knox uh, Big Mama cool? Okay. It just worked for me. I know it was short. I know it wasn't much of a match necessarily, um, but uh, I just I, it did exactly what it needed to do for me. And I, and sometimes like I'll take that over what is could be a technically better wrestling match. If you just do what you're supposed to do and get over what you're supposed to get over, I appreciate that. Uh, so that's I'm, I'm I, with you on that, by the way. I I yeah. agree totally. Um, and like, like like with that with that concept, like yeah. I don't I don't need a 30 minute match all the time. Like you can get shit done in five, you know. Yes. Uh, and so my makes my match of the night knocks Big Mama cool man. I, again, it just worked for me. I liked it. Uh, you know, the, again, stuff technical better wrestling matches for sure. That main event tag match is definitely a better wrestling match. Um. But it just it worked for me so well that I'm I'm giving it the bump, uh, just putting them up there. There you go, because I'm super. That's that's my most engaged storyline, I think too. The sure. Dakota Kai Tegan Knox is my most engaged thing. I'm glad they're expanding it. There, it, it feels right. It feels a little sort of how they used to build things. So I'm I'm excited about it. I like it. So that gets that. And NXT is my show of the night. Uh, for me, no question, uh, because uh, if I, I tried to line up like match to match, uh, what have you, and God damn, did that main event on AEW stink. Uh, it was so fucking Based bad. on how bad that was alone, <laughs> NXT wins. Yeah. Not to mention um, that I thought the other matches were, were much better. I thought the Loomis stuff was better. Um, I thought Finn Eichner was better. Obviously, Zia Lee was a murderer. Like it just NXT was a, was a much better, a better show. And they have the advantage now because they're they're live shows, so they can structure shows a little differently. They don't have to piece sure. them together and plan so far ahead and you know whatnot. They can do more stuff. So they do have sure. the advantage now. But yeah, I'm I'm giving it to NXT. Hey, I hear you on that. Uh, so for me for AEW, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Archer Cabana. Okay. Um, I like that the most because Archer was just simply laying his shit in, sure. and I I still think that he looks like a killer. Yeah. Um, and also partly for him absolutely fucking murdering whoever that was in the beginning of the match. I'm very glad that he carried that over from from New Japan <laughs> Suzuki Goon. Just just hire some some indie guy to just get fucking decked at the beginning of an Archer match, and that's it. <laughs> Give him, um, his, give, him I, his, give him his trans and send him home. <laughs> do it every goddamn week. Yeah. Um, for NXT, uh, I am going to go the the main event, Riddle and Thatcher against Fish and Strong. Really good match. Um, I just thought it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Thatcher got a good debut. I mean, Riddle's the man. Roddy's the man. Yeah. Fish is awesome. Like, I just, 
I, I, I enjoyed it. I love the surprise of Thatcher, mm-hmm. you know, because it's one of those guys that's like, he got signed, and then you forget, and then boom, right yeah. there. So I was like, oh, that was really good. I thought they did a really good job with that. Yeah. Um, Honestly, Dexter Loomis wasn't far behind. I almost okay. went with that. All right. Just because I'm intrigued. Yeah. He's a fucking creep. Even though he beat up Cousin Tahuti, uh, he, uh, I mean, think about it. I don't it, know. Man. I'm intrigued by the dude. You know, Regal really did do his shopping at Bloodsport last year. He did. Seriously. So. It's, it's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, my, uh, my match overall, I'm going to go Riddle and Thatcher against Fish and Strong. Okay. Um, I, again, I just, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yep. Um, and my show, I'm going to go NXT by a landslide. Yes. Uh, AEW wasn't very good this week. Uh, the last 40 minutes of your television show were dedicated to Moxley and Hager and it sucked. Yep. It fucking sucked. I love Moxley. You know how much of a fan I am. I don't give a shit. It was really bad. It just, it was the shits to be honest. Yeah. Uh, not, not the Dana Brooke drizzling shits, but few it are. was just, uh, <laughs> you are my friend. It was just really bad. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I just didn't care for really much of anything on the show, to be honest. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Sammy, that was fine. I mean, the, the Chuck Taylor match was my second favorite, but everything mm-hmm. else, I just was like, eh, I just don't care. Um, yeah. Yeah, NXT, like, I liked it more. You had the debut with Thatcher. You had Cross at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the teaming up now, Shotzi saving Tegan. Um, Zia Lee just hopefully putting an end to Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Bauer Eichner was good. I am really confused by Bauer Dream. I don't fucking understand even a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, that's where I'm at, so I'm going NXT on that one. All right. For this week. So, uh, just to uh, line everything up like we tend to do, uh, that puts us season two totals. Uh, I am at AEW with nine, NXT with five, and you are like Bill Alfonso right down the middle at seven and seven. That's right, daddy. And overall, I am at 12 for AEW and 14 for NXT. And you are at 11 for AEW and 15 for NXT. So overall, oh. we're pretty close. Uh, season two, we're we're a little more separated. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 certainly interesting. Yeah, it uh, it definitely is. I just I don't know AEW last night. I thought it yeah. just it stunk. It, yeah. it was not very good. Um, and that's what we thought. But what did uh, what did the people at home watch last night? So, uh, interesting enough, the people at home, the ratings, let's see. AEW came in at a uh, 683,000, which is about a 9,000 drop from last week. And last week's number wasn't good either. No. Uh, and this week, NXT... Finished with the same number AEW had last week, 692,000, which is only a 1,000 drop from the week before for NXT. So NXT huh. wins two weeks in a row. Yes. And here's the thing, and I was thinking about this, and uh, I mean, last week we, we felt AEW was the better show, 
um, although both weren't very good. No. Um, but uh, I wonder if people tuned in and kept, you know, ratings. I mean, these ratings aren't good. Um, no, of course. But not. I it, wonder. It's just overall people aren't yeah. watching wrestling right now. But I wonder if overall um, people tuned into NXT and kept the number pretty much the same because they were waiting for more crazy fucking announcements or Um, wanted to see what, what they were going to do and then be like, well, who's, who's going to be going home? Like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that was much of a factor. Um, I, I, you know, I am curious to see what the breakdowns were. Like if people tuned out during that Moxley Hager match. Yeah. Because it was really bad. Yeah, it was um, bad. You know, I, 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 I don't know. Like, it was weird because last week, like, NXT fucking sucked. It was terrible. Yeah. Yep. And then this week, I was just like, that was actually, like, a pretty decent show. Like, it was, I, I was, show. it was a good show. Like, I got, the, it, it felt, it didn't feel like, like I'm dragging myself to watch it, you yeah. know? I agree. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. Like, again, I'm. You know, I see all these people where it's just like they're fucking still arguing over the ratings, and it's just like, oh my god, you goddamn asshole, shut up! Yeah. Like, like nobody's watching either show right now. Yeah, everybody exactly. still has a lot more pressing concerns. Yeah, it's still you know, staying around it's the, just, the lowest numbers they've ever done. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's not, it's not. They're not good, but wrestling. It's you know, it's still just a. A symptom of the world right now, unfortunately. That, yeah, I agree. Like, so. listen, do I do it? Like, did I enjoy AEW more than Raw this week? I don't know. Like, because I, I watched Raw. Raw was like wasn't good, but yeah. it was better than AEW. Um, but you know, I don't know that that last match was just like, yeah. no, thank you. <laughs> no, I couldn't couldn't finish watching it fast enough. <laughs> right. Right. Um. Well, that's all I have for this week. How about you, pal? That's it, man. Uh, you know, we uh, we continue to, to... Every week we record the longest episode we've recorded. Uh, well, we had a lot to talk about. A ton to talk about, ton of news. Uh, you know, we're not, uh, you know, chatting throughout the week as much or before as much as we normally yeah. do. So at all, you get more of us on this show because we... Uh, we're not seeing each other as often, but, uh, yeah. but no, man, I, it's, that's, that's all I got. We covered everything pretty goddamn thoroughly. Um, I think we did. I think we did a, a very thorough job. My yeah. Friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I got nothing, man. I guess I'll hit the social media, right? I got to do that real plug quick. it plugs, uh, soon to be named network. I plugged them earlier, uh, at STBN network. On the Twitter, soon to be named network.com, uh, home of a whole bunch of uh, shows of a range of topics, uh, lots of wrestling, lots of comics, lots of other stuff. Go there. It's our home. It's our podcasting home on the internet. Uh, lots of good people there. Uh, us, we are at Wednesday warpod on twitter why do i never remember that i'm horrible at things i used to write this you're, shit down. I, you're right every time yeah but i always you know, get, but... i always judge myself because again i think i'm an idiot but uh i i always like i used to write it down and now i'm just too lazy I'm like oh i got it and then i always fuck it up and then i call <laughs> myself out for fucking it up when i don't fuck it up it makes me look even more like an idiot uh dude 
it's a war inside your head. It is. It, dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, so yeah. So that's on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Uh, Wednesday Night War Pod at Gmail. If you want to email the show, uh, you want us to talk about something in particular. You want Brett to uh, get you in touch with his cousin Tahuni. Uh, you want to email. listen? I'll, I'll, I'll sell the cameos. You want to uh, reach out and tell us that you loved Hager versus Moxley? I'll read that shit on on the next podcast and laugh at you. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not true. I won't laugh at you. I'll just judge you silently and in private. <laughs> um, but uh, so that reach out there, uh, iTunes, Spotify, all that happy horse shit. Uh, rate and review five stars, please on the iTunes because that algorithm matters. Uh, and uh, uh, what else? The personals? Did I, did I get everything other than our personals? I think you did, yeah. All right. So personals, if you want to reach out to us, uh, we uh, we got a, a reach out this week uh, from fan of the show. Uh, Justin, he uh, came out and said that, you know, looking for a Patreon, which we don't have, um, which has got the, the old... It's got the old wheels spinning in the head a little bit, uh, just about what what we could possibly do that would be uh, Patreon worthy. Um, Pat- Patreonic is that a word? Yes, uh, I believe that's a song by JJ Fad. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we appreciate the the reaching out. We like hearing from people. Um, we don't have a Patreon, but uh, if you wanted to uh, give us Patreon money, go spend it on a Brett suggestion. Go spend it on an indie worker. Go go buy a Zack yes. Ryder t-shirt or something. Uh, help those people out. We're doing all right. Uh, you know, and uh, but anyway, personal account, uh, I'm at the Dooge, T-A-G-D-O-O-G-E. Uh, I don't know. You can see me talk about a, a whole bunch of shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what. Just random shit. Probably tons more wrestling, really. Because probably yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> what, else, what else do I have uh, in life other than uh, wrestling? Uh, I mean, lots oh, of I don't stuff, know. Lots of stuff. I don't I know. Your wife? Yeah, that's true. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for uh, saying that. Now she, this is gonna be the only episode she listens to now, and I'm gonna. <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, you know, beat me. Um, but uh, but yeah, I. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Let's let's talk it up on uh, on the social media. Brett, where can they find you, pal? So, uh, if you would like to uh, talk to me about how good WCW in the year 2000 is, I won't talk about anything bad because you're a fucking liar if you think so. Um, If you would would like to talk to me about, I don't know. I don't know. The Deftones. Deftones are cool. I like Deftones. I've listened to a lot of Candle Mass this week. Have you ever listened to Candle Mass? Yeah, I don't like him. Oh, that's that's too bad. Um, uh, to to uh, look how goth I am with my organ for me. Oh man, but they were like cool and from I don't know where they're from, like like Luxembourg or something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know if you want to see like all the stuff I've been putting out. Like uh, you know, uh, Justin said you know wanted to kick us something, but uh, you know, listen, um, I'll I'm gonna do some quick plugs right now um pollyanna at pollyanna diy uh put up the pre-order for the sweet and sour larry sweeney shirts all oh, right i saw that yep 100 percent of the profits are, are going to be donated um 
to uh, I think it's called Threshold Centers, okay. uh, which provides housing, healthcare, and hope for uh, yeah. persons with mental illness and substance abuse disorders in Illinois. You know, go go pre-order that. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I, uh, I had that first run shirt. Yeah. I had it in the lavender, which is, yeah. the, which is the appropriate way because it, it's, it's a take on the Macho Man shirt. Uh, I wore it once and uh, got uh, a, a ridiculous amount of mustard on the front of it and ruined it. <laughs> well, now's your chance because I, I think pre-orders are going down Monday night. Yeah, um, it is uh, one of the only lavender shirts I'd probably ever wear, but it is a quality shirt. Larry was the man. Um, yeah. Money, money's going to a good place, so check it out. Ain't no doubt about it. Um, you know, and again, with the situation of everything, you know, um, everybody's putting up pro wrestling tea stores. Um, you know, uh, you can find Patreons. Uh, you know, if you want to kick anybody some cash right now, you know, if it, obviously I understand the climate of the world, you got to take care of yourself. But if you do are, are in the boat and you do want to support some people, um, you know, find their Twitters, find their Instagrams. Uh, you know, I'm not going to give everybody a plug. You can find them yourselves. But, um, you know, it doesn't have to be even just them. Any independent wrestler right now that, yeah. you know, is missing out on life pretty much, yeah. um, you know. Especially with Mania in our in our rear view now, that was a big hit for everybody. Uh, you know, go support them. Go, they're they're mostly. I mean, they're they're good people. You know, um, kick something their way if you like. You know, if you can, that's cool. If I, I think it's I think it's a, a good time to kind of rally around if uh, if you do, if you do have the means to do that. Um, you know, keep supporting professional wrestling because yeah. it's the coolest fucking thing, no matter what. You know, no matter who's in charge, you know, I, I sure. get it with uh, with Vince. He's uh, he's a scumbag. And, um, you know, what, though, there's companies where you don't have to support him. Well, and, you yeah, could, you could support the New Japans. You could support the Indies. You could support, you know, whoever else. But and again, like, like you said earlier, I, 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 I kind of, you know, I take it with the territory. I know what yeah. Vince is, exactly. you know. It's either you look past it and you you don't let him suck the joy out of something that you love, or you just you go watch something else. You know, there's plenty of wrestling out there. Independentwrestling.tv that's a great source. Has a know. new has a new Roku app. They're now on Roku, so you can uh, get on board with that. You know, like I have everything but like a Roku and a Fire Stick, mm. and like I'm like, man, why can't like this stuff be on like other shit? You know? <laughs> yeah. But um, I love, I, I, I love I, Roku. I, I my, my house is full of Roku's. They get the they get the thumbs up from me. I might buy a Roku just for independent wrestling yeah. TV. I I have a subscription and I like barely fucking use yeah. it. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I was just... thinking about it. So I I don't know how much I would use it, but I um, I canceled New Japan while they're down because, you know, uh, I'm not I wasn't using it. I don't use it sure. for big shows anyway. So I, I went in and canceled that. I might just flop that ten bucks right over to uh, to old Jerry TV. Hey, you know what? It's a good time to do yeah. it. I still have New Japan because I've been like going back and watching sure. old archive stuff. Yeah. Um, which it like Kevin Kelly's been like doing like dubbing over English saw, commentary over yeah. classic matches, which like I still like the Japanese commentary, but it's still kind of cool if you want to watch some stuff mm-hmm. and you know get into it a little bit if, yeah, if you're not like into the japanese commentary but i will um, immediately pick up my new japan again oh uh, but absolutely for now um so the one thing i want to say you know support small businesses 
Uh, yes. that's a, it's an important thing right now. You know, the, the billionaires don't need your money. Um, so, you know, support small businesses. And a lot of these indie wrestlers are essentially a small business in themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, with with their Patreons, with selling their merch, with selling autographs, with, you know, selling 8x10s, all that kind of stuff. You know, uh, you see a lot of people out there, uh, you know, pushing their stuff. Uh, Jordan Grace comes to mind. She does a ton of work online selling stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that is, a, you know, these wrestlers are essentially small businesses trying to make money, trying to make a living, doing what they love. So, you know, support small business, support indie wrestlers. Uh, it's, you know, those guys aren't going to get exempt by anybody to get back to work. You know, those guys, no. are, they're not going to, you know, they have to, they're, they're going to be the last thing back. They're going to have to wait until everything is cleared up to get back into doing what they're doing. So, uh, you know, buy a t-shirt, you know, anything, buy a sticker, any, any little bit counts and helps, you know, them put food on their tables or pay their rent, whatever it is. Um, so, you know, think locally, think small businesses right now. Those who, those are the people who really need it. Uh, believe me, no matter what you hear anywhere or see, the billionaires will be fine. There were <laughs> still, certainly there, will. there'll still be airplanes in the air. There'll still be cruise ships on the water. <laughs> support your local businesses, support your pizza places, support your local restaurants, support your, your comic shops and your mom and pops all around. And support indie wrestling. Those are the people who need it right now. Dude, Jerry's and Angelo's just reopened this week. Yeah. Oh, man. Tomorrow I'm going to have a feast on pizza, my friend. All right. Um, I can't wait. Um, but, no, I agree a thousand percent yeah. right now. Um, if you don't, if you need an idea of, like, hey, this is what I'm into and, like, where should I go? Hit yeah. one of us up. We'll get you. We'll direct you to the right spot, you know, whether it be, um, you know, like people I've we bought from before like violent miracle um yeah. you know puts out great stuff uh kaiju clutch great stuff grudge um, match. you know grudge match brand yep. yeah uh stash pages you know yeah. all really good stuff and it's all small business stuff but yeah. um yeah just keep supporting keep doing the damn thing um everybody thank you for listening i i appreciate you DJ might not, but I do. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I definitely don't so <laughs> um Again, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Keep staying safe. Keep washing your hands. Wear a damn mask. You know, just do what you got to do to get by. We're here to help you if you need anything. Hit us up. But pro wrestling forever. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. You ready? I was born ready. All right. I was born to run. Baby. Baby, we were born to run. Man, I was like Bruce was right in your ears right there, wasn't it? It was. I, I thought he was here in the room with me, actually. Uh, I am the boss. Wow. Closer to, Sasha, right, buddy. closer to Sasha Banks than you are Bruce Springsteen. Uh, I would like to be closer to Sasha Banks. Thank you very much. <laughs>